So Ideva is forming gym body for us these days. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Ideva, your latest TikTok. Your latest TikTok. Did you see my yeah. comment? I saw it, bro, but I couldn't <laughs> believe you posted that to the public platform, man. I couldn't yeah, believe it, man. But I mean, what was the comment? Oh, my days. Bro, let, let me, me see it. What's that going to choose? Have you seen the TikTok? Have you seen the TikTok? I've seen the TikTok, but I'm, like, I'm not on TikTok. So like, he bro, sent me to like... So the, oh, he sent it to you before he posted it. And you have proved a such talk. You have proved a such talk to be posted. No, I, no, no, no. I, I said, Baba, do what you want with what you have. Mm. Like, I don't know. Choose the vet. They vet my, my So this post, is this know? is the second gym talk if I don't drop in about a week or so. Someone has not posted okay. almost a, a year and a half. Bro. So he dropped he drop on gym talk. I said, okay, uh-uh. Panty wetter. <laughs> <laughs> bro, can you imagine? Omi drop. Ah, when I saw that scene, I almost dropped my phone. I was like, bro, this is group chat yans. That's not even the comment I'm even referring to. The, the other, the second, the video you just dropped, I dropped another comment. Have you seen that one? You dropped another one today. Go and check it. Go and check it as well. Go wait, 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 wait. This guy dropped a lot. But this one is not that bad. This one wait, is what was suspicious. the first comment? What was the first comment? First comment, because he never, he never gave us, you know. <laughs> <laughs> guy, you don't guess this. The guy said, why man, they jump for your back? Suspicious. <laughs> Which guy, they jump for my back? <laughs> Watch the video now. Why was somebody jumping off your back in the video? Anyway, so the video in the the okay. second video he ever posted, he was working out, he was yeah. at the gym. I was like, ah, this guy is giving it to us. Next yeah. thing I just saw one guy is jumping off his back. I say, ah, why man they jump your back oh, for guy, gym? Fuck off, man. Guy, fuck off, man. I just understood the I just understood the exact moment. Bro, we're doing army. So let me give you context. We're doing army drill. So it's you like explain, 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 explain. <laughs> I'm going to be this guy. We're doing, <laughs> we're doing military drill. Yeah. So the idea was like, you know, in, this, in, the tic, in the TikTok, it's like one, two, three, bang. So bang, you have to do something explosive. So I was like, okay, pause. let me just... Pause, yo, 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 yo. Pause. <laughs> Like, bro, for yeah, some jokes, the guy pause. said bang. <laughs> the guy said you have to do something explosive. Guy, bro, guy. don't pause, bro. Pause. You need, pause. You know, you don't need to bleach your mind, man. Bleach your mind. Bleach Wait till mind. they explode, bro. So I continue, continue. But anyways, guys, I'm a gym influencer now, workout influencer, whatever you want mm. to call it, you know. Follow my okay. TikTok. Guys, please um, patronize him, patronize him, please. I'm sure I'm the, I'm sure the ladies, the ladies are probably in your DM already. <laughs> I beg good. No, no ladies. Uh, are, are you offering workout classes? Yeah, that's actually something I wanted to promote too. So like, uh-huh. soon as, you know, just meet me, tell me your gym needs, whether you're looking to increase your glutes, you're looking yeah, for flat You're not offering classes to young men. Oh, true. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, if you're trying, you know, bigger biceps, you know, brother shoulders, bigger chest, you know, hit me up and I'll, you know, cater to your needs. Pause. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yo, <laughs> I'll do it. I'll put a little one-two plans for you, you know. But yeah, reach out to the boy. Well, no, 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 cap, man. I'm gonna give you your flowers still. You're 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 putting in work, man. We're that ready, we're ready. When, when I seen that, that talk, good. I'm like, ah, the babes are finished. Jesus, bro. 
It's gonna punish them. See, <laughs> the, fir- <laughs> Guys, the first one I dropped. On yeah, I don't Instagram. know if that's a good thing or that's a bad thing. I don't that was a bad thing for the female community. <laughs> Run away from this young man. <laughs> Hey guy, I'm a God fearing man. Don't worry, we'll do Bro, Bible study together. I was talking to a babe one day, and then Ideva's name came up. Oh man, she oh, man. Bro, she was telling me, oh yeah, yeah, we used to young before in the past, blah blah blah. I'm like, oh, he's a nice guy, right? Like, she's yeah. like, nah, that boy is not a serious boy. Swear, <laughs> real? She's Swear. like, no, 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 trust me, that boy is not. I'm like, really? I'm like, he's a nice guy. I'm like, yeah, he's a nice guy, but he's not a serious boy. She's not like, why? She's like. I think he has too many options and he doesn't even, he's not afraid to show you that he has options. Wait, see, see, see. When they say, Chill. when they say, know your words, King, babes don't want you to know your words. They want you to be dragging. I'm sure the babe was moving anyhow. Uh, I probably just exited from the situation. Is it like you poor are both confused. Both of you are just on your but, own. But Omi, Omi, you know, Malipin, normally, but the guy is never patient. The guy, no, the any small thing. Emmanuel has no patience. And the thing with Emmanuel, he will tell you, bro, I'm bored. I'm just bored, bro. I'm just bored. <laughs> I'm like, fam, I can't even be bored with the human beast feelings, bro. Like, bro, I'm just bored, man. What can I do? <laughs> See, not even to be sexist, but like, the stuff I find interesting, mm-hmm. like, a lot, of, a lot of babes have yanned. They don't, bro, they don't, they're not that interesting. I can't even lie. Man. Like, That's unfortunate, yeah. God. Bro, I can't even lie, man. No, I'm saying that that one you're talking about was not interesting. Sure. I think I know the person I'm talking about. And I think she was actually. I think she listens she to was... this podcast. I think she was actually <laughs> interesting. Okay, I think she actually I... listens to this podcast. I speak no more. I speak no more. Yeah. <laughs> I speak no more. <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, but she was actually late. But you know, a lot of babes, like, bro, like sometimes it's like you're carrying a conversation with like a solid seven, eight out of ten. And, like, bro, how long can you? carry conversation with me no no those, those ones like my own thing if you're talking to a babe and she cannot at least lead bring topics or lead conversation yeah. to me is it that she's just not interested in you yeah or the baby is just not an interesting person to begin with so you yeah. just have to keep it pushing yeah like for example behind the baby you say oh how's your day good oh then you should not say what about you you explain how your day was you actually get into it it's mm. like oh what mm. are you today nothing Ah, this one is mad, bro. Like, where did I even go from this nothing? <laughs> like, like, okay. Bro, just like, I beg, this is a waste of time. Or the ones that, you know, like, let's say, you ask them something, and then they'll answer it, and they'll say you, their response every time is answer, and they'll say you, they're not even you, bringing no, no, up no, no. anything else. Or the ones you. that will say, um, HBW, how about you? Come, oh, how about you? Hi! Bro, I think know on that level. Is, like, it's probably the worst three cents I've seen in my life. Like, Bro, is your hand even paining you? Yeah, like, if I'm not on that level, please don't be giving me short form like that. Don't be giving don't me, give me short form you. like that. Like, ah, oh, no. Anyways, but Such guys, don't nice. don't you also think, guys, that it's because usually they're they're texting. You know, like you know, babes, they are DMs. The way they are DMs, they day now. So they're just yeah. opening. Oh, sharp, sharp, sharp. You know, like it's like reply like. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's not it. That's not it. The truth is, yes, babes are overwhelmed sometimes with motherfuckers. Yeah. You know. Yeah. However. <laughs> When they get to the guy that they say, uh uh-uh, this guy makes sense, they will take their time yeah. and formulate a reply for you. If they give you HBW, you say, ah, I'm not the one, no. Just keep it pushing. You yeah, don't say that guy. <laughs> you, mm. you just know you're part of the sharp, 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 sharp. Sharp, sharp. Value yourself. Value yourself at the So it's up to you. You say, ah, is this babe worth it? Because sometimes, let me not lie, sharp, 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 if he graduate to full on message, yeah. 
But the pit long that one dish, yeah. That one, that one, that be that for patient you know. men. Exactly. <laughs> you know. No be, no be. Me. men like Chooks. Chooks a very HB. patient guy. I can tell. Who be? Me. Chooks, Chooks with the unsend message. Chooks will unsend the message for life. Baba, I, I cannot be that patient in this life. Oh, never. Mm. <laughs> it's impossible. Because the way I think about it is, man. No human being can ever have a hold on me like that in this life. Like yeah. I reject it for my father. Uh, for my uh, father. No, no, no. You, you're not just to reject now. You will still fall in love now. Once you fall in love, it will hit you. Don't worry. Somebody will have a hold on you. Chooks that said there's no one to live in the same country with his wife. Ah. Yo, this <laughs> are you, you are, said are, it on are, this podcast now. Omi, Omi, are you Omi. a ritualist? Omi. <laughs> Omi. <laughs> maybe, maybe that is the rule they give them in their secret court. Omi, <laughs> A boy state they promote this kind of activity Obi, Obi, you, know, you know the context of like the whole like um, distance makes the hearts go further now. You get mm-hmm. so that kind they say now as I did Canada now, she did Australia. Not that distance. So now you get the love. Same time in that jam for that Chooks, two weeks and I go love up. Exactly. I'll, I'll give you this though. I'll give you this. Me, I can't do long distance, so yeah. I don't really I don't support that, but there's something called living apart together, L A T. It's a type okay. of relationship. Mm. I, me, I'll be open to such living mm. apart. Well, isn't like, that, isn't that long distance? No, 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 no. We can be in the same city. Even if we're married or whatever, we can be in the same mm-hmm. city, but we both have our own place. I have my home. You have your home. Like, yeah, we can come together maybe weekends or for the week, whatever. But if you just need your space, I know that I can just enter my car and go to my house and relax. It's actually something that couples people do called, this. Uh, uh, it's, a, it's a lifestyle. Google it. Living apart together. I think it's called last relationship or something like bro, that. Bro, I didn't even know this. Okay, it's okay. out there, bro. This so, is crazy. Yeah, married couples actually have that kind of relation. I'm not I me. Mean, I'm not saying I'm a hundred. I've never ever experienced it. Is this after COVID? I, this is started or what? Exactly. Exactly. Literally no, because that. you don't experience. You, you cannot stay together yeah. with your wife again. Like the like, first time I heard, it, I'm like, hmm, interesting. I've never tried this, shot, but you know. If you think about that with the context of you saying Australia and Canada, no, it makes yeah. sense, right? Yeah. But anyways, bro, that's crazy. But Omi, I guess um, you know before we even before we even continue, let's introduce ourselves. First of all, let's introduce our special guest today. Let's introduce our special. Guy living apart together. Make I text that thing. That that one. I one of these tight. One of the episode episode name suggestions. Living apart together, bro. With Omi, lads. With Omi. Pause. <laughs> why would I Yo. always say, why would I why do, why do you guys always drop very very misleading titles why your titles are all clickbait you don't want ghost versus ghosted me I think say ah Deva don't expose him himself bro he has I given us his true nature I was yelling you chooks right I was, I was like yo all the babes have ghosted once they see me post that my story they'll be like oh more let me hear my and you, you clean that thing for like two minutes tops it didn't even reach self you guys are talking with her I think about the ghosty yeah. and the ghost and I'm yeah. like that's finished that's the way ghost star well, you boys are not serious. Click. Have you not seen YouTubers? Uh, uh-uh. we don't learn. Have you not even learn. seen a uh, Nollywood on YouTube? Uh, this is the movie that won uh, Peter Dochi's first award. <laughs> uh, every Nigerian young man has to watch this before they get into, into a marriage. Bro, bro, I know exactly what you're talking about. You're not talking about bro. All the ones where it to be like Sam Loco's last movie before he died. You know, before he died. Yes. Yes. Bro, bro, this is the movie that blew up Aki and Popo. 
<laughs> now, now uh, that's what we're using this whole season. Like clickbait, bro, they clickbait bro, they click on break. Every you self, why do you want gist like that? Thank you. <laughs> Only explain yourself. Explain yourself. Why do you want gist like that? No, no, me, I mean, it's not me. I'm an, I'm an avid listener of the pod. I listen yeah, to Omi every solid, episode. Solid, yeah. Shout out to me, man. Like, Omi, the first time I was here, so. Omi mm. keeps, up, see, keeps us in check. <laughs> see, Omi, they quote our podcast, like, say, you know, when they say um, Bible scripture, make you pull up Bible scripture, <laughs> just quote, what did you call this thing? Uh, First John 3.16. Yeah. Omi could just drop out for the podcast on the group chat today now. We're just yearning about facts. Oh, betting, gambling. Omi said, ah, that's how Dave has said on his podcast. Uh, betting that, is a sign of a failing a, economy. economy. Again. <laughs> I said, yeah. Because I that was never really, that was something I just said. I was like, ah, so this guy that actually listened to remember. Crazy. Man, shout out me, man. Shout out uh, me. Uh, I was like, even like, when uh, we need to like make sure like we need to do like quality contract. I guess Omi is pretty is particular like a quality assurance officer. Once we need to make sure quality is up to par. Omi, I beg, give us feedback. Omi, Omi will come with like a whole sleeve of critiques and everything, which is always constructive. So shout out Omi. Omi, please introduce yourself for the people. I love the work y'all are doing, man. Just try to support as much as I can. But it's probably because of my love for Didi, honestly. You know, I don't know. I miss her. I miss her so Fun much. Boy. I really hope she's Fun listening. Boy. I really hope she's listening. I can hear. I was telling you, Dave, the other day, like, why would I be tuning in and listening to two grown men? Two <laughs> grown men. said it too. Two grown men. Boys talking for one hour, 30 minutes. Yeah. I, need, I need some sweetness. I need some sweet voice in there. You know, at least narrow my mind a little bit. Not too you know, I can make my voice lighter. No, come on, get out of here. Yeah, yeah, boy. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. <laughs> you guys want to do But now, man, thanks for having me. My name is Omi. And has finished there's no other intro let that. me let me let me introduce him so Omi's the second time guest on the show friend of oh. the friend of the podcast always giving us advice always listening you know a lot of things you have seen being enhanced in this podcast probably came from Omi um, o- Omi as a person but he's like Omi's like the most hardworking guy most reliable guy I know like Facts. if I'm talking about oh let's run something and like, I need someone that is definitely going to show up there. Bro, it's Omi. I'll go to him. He's my go-to guy, man. In terms of, you're yeah, looking for somebody that will walk his bones off. Bro, like, walk out, bro. This guy of maybe place of bed, Cancun. The guy, they walk past Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Omi Sabi walk, man. So yeah, man. Don't shout out to Omi. He's doing yeah, his thing. Yeah, appreciate you, know, you man. Appreciate you. Friend. Really, really appreciate you. Um, and the last episode that he was on, I think I still remember it. It's um the call out episode. One of the probably one of the funniest episodes I've had on this podcast. Thanks. Omi was just Omi was busting my head in that episode, man. Omi was busting my head in that episode. So I didn't know what type of vibe I'm going to be on today because yes, whenever Omi is around, there's a vibe. But shout out to Mr. Pius. Yes, sir. Jeez. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. All right. Let's just do our own brief intros real quick. You already know who it is. It's Emmanuel here again, Manny P, your usual suspect. Um, apparently I have a new nickname. Oh. Chukudi gave me a new nickname. I don't know where it oh, got that Kabaka. Kabaka Jr. Yeah, fuck, fuck, fuck off, man. <laughs> so for context, Kabaka is um, a do political talk. Like, the guy actually, I don't know if he's a cultist or something. In but he's a Christian man. It is just, I sent you the article. He has, he has converted repented. to Christianity. Yeah, he has repented. Now, uh, hey, but in, back in his days, the guy they run with shanks and weapons and all of that. And they caused mayhem in the city of Benin. So, <laughs> I don't know. 
But anyways, that's Manny P, and uh, we have here with us Mr. Chooks. I'll be here. Yeah, guys. So. <laughs> Mia, I think I can even do Chooks intro. Chooks intro, no, they change. Bro, At least I have to give it to him. Consistent guy. Bro. Chooks, um, a boy in state. And then I try one of a boy in state. Chukudi. Chukudi. You can find me on IG. 2Y mm-hmm. after the Chukudi at the end. Search me up. That's me. I say, ah. The Okukoma 2. Okukoma 2. Yo, right. and every, time, every time Chuk does his intro, you never say, Why do you introduce yourself like that? Chuk said, uh, You know, for my future chief dancing, for my chief dancing, when they call on me, you know, I'm proclaiming it. I'm, I say, Ah, still wala. So I just said, Let me just speed it up. Maybe we just for, for, for shadow all those things that will be said. <laughs> But guys, yeah, man. Um, Omi has introduced me. It's Chuk's, uh, the Yanacho one of Ebony State. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now, me guys don't know, man. Joke. Me guys don't okay, know, guys. You know what? Even, I beg, can we just come back to this LAT thing, I be? Um, yeah. Living apart together thing. Omi, quick question, I beg. Is, it, mm-hmm. is that cost efficient as a couple to live, um, living, to do the whole LAT? It's, um, it, it, it all depends on what you consider cost efficient. <laughs> Because, okay. for example, if you're if you're talking to somebody, you have your own place. They have their own place, right? You guys talk, you hit it off, whatever things are working out. Yeah. You know, does it make sense for you to just completely give up your sport and say, okay, I want to just move in with this person and just you know see how it goes? To me, it's more realistic to say, okay, let's move in, but you know, I still have my place wherever my place is, and I can go back to it, right? You know, again, it's different if you are married. Again, cost efficient also depends on what you consider cost efficient. If you have two separate homes, some people might think not necessarily, blah, blah, blah. It's easier if you sell or rent that out and just stay with one partner, right? But again, mental space, mental health, nobody they pay past that one. You can't put a price price on that. So I must say, because sometimes you might fight with your significant other, right? And you just need your own space to just get yourself back together, make the right decision, not say the wrong thing. So you just step out, step out the home. Step out the mm. home, go to your That's apartment, a big flex, go to your yeah. house, and just breathe. It's not like mm. I'm saying you need a space to be doing your own thing. Sometimes, because yeah. if you live with somebody for the rest, you can't be suffocated. You can't break. You can't run mad. <laughs> you know? Especially if your wife or your husband mm. is troublesome. So exactly. Case, uh, like, do you get... You need that time apart. Well, sure. that's wild. So it has elevated from because I know back like watching movies. Let's say partners they argue, one person go and sleep on the couch. So now you just enter mm-hmm. your house. Just enter your house. Enter your, house, your, car, enter your car and push, bro. But that way they would do. they would they would think twice before they say let's argue because not say you're not sleeping there tonight. I can go to my own yeah. house. Well, so can't that you even... vex with your babe? You say get out of the house. You say okay, I'm getting yeah. out of the okay, house. I'm, I'm going. Eat. <laughs> but can I not even um, promote promiscuity? Like, for example, now if you even go pick up fight to your wife, so let her just chase you away. So you just, <laughs> you just but go again, those are all that's mentality, right? Then you have to be True. mature at that point. You know, hmm. I would feel like it depends on your mentality. Um, it can, yes, it can. Again, if you're already in a committed relationship, why would you even be thinking that? Eh? Mm. Why would you be thinking facts, that? Facts, facts. No, I'm just my listeners, my listeners, so. <laughs> Some of them, I don't know. Their ways are not pure. Yeah, you know? I said, let's get out of the way. 
so fair enough, fair as, enough. as promised we are we told you guys we're going to be talking about youth home ownership on the last episode you know some of you guys sent in your questions very funny questions well, people, people actually sent in questions yeah, yeah, we have a few questions. We have a few. Okay. You should we do that at the end, or let's do that. We'll do that at the end. We'll do that at the end. At the end, okay. Because that might yeah. be some comic relief, man. You guys are yeah. all jokers. <laughs> 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 all right. So just to start off with, um, Omi, hope uh, you home ownership. How was the? How's your experience, um, purchasing your first ever home in Canada? Uh, that's a good what question. age are you at? Wait, what age are you at? I just turned 22. Okay, that's fire. 21, 21, 22. Yeah, when I, when I, when I got, when I dabbled into real estate. Um, I mean, to me, um, it's, it's been, I I know I said I did when I was 22, but I've been thinking about this for like five years prior. So like when I was 17. So it's like literally when I got into uni, like to me, I've always wanted to be able to walk into an establishment and institution, a place and say, this is Mm -hmm. mine. I own this. Like that was always so that, the, the goal. Now why you know they spend money that year for you? Exactly. Yeah. It does is save off. They save off. They chop. They chop from people's new plants. They finish the sticker money. The guy said I I swindled him. What? Oh my! Obi was chopping Stanley's money and saving up to buy a house. Oh my days! Oh my days! Yo, no cap, bro. Literally. Oh, but yeah, man, it was it was a, it was a long time in the making. Like it's been something I I, I actively thought about um, since I was like seventeen. Like you know, I was I was always with that mindset. Like I want to own something and call it mine and like be like this is my property and like this is what I own. So I've I was I've done. I was doing research. I looked into it and I knew. Like I I I, I remember I started working. I got my first actual career job when I was twenty one. So that's when I started working. That's when I was actually making like consistent money. Right. So mm-hmm. everything prior to that was stuff I had saved since uni up until I graduated, right? So yeah, okay. I remember I would t- I would tell people like would say, Oh, you know, where do, what are your five year plans? I'll say, Oh, I want to be a property owner. And my coworkers would be laughing, like, Oh, come on, buddy. <laughs> That's not even realistic. Like, look at the market, look at this, look at mm-hmm. that, like you no know, be real. And then to me, that was just that just was fire to me, man. I was just encouraging. I was like, Okay, you know what? I'm gonna have to do this. So thankfully my uncle is a realtor. So okay. I worked very closely with him. My dad is a mortgage specialist, so I worked very closely with him as well. Um, so they really just they guided me. I remember I um, when I initially finished uh, when I got my first job, I wanted to move out, move out. Like sharp, sharp, to start living like, on your own, living on my own. You know, hmm. I had a Ajala, my big dad. fish. He talked to me. He's like, "Yo, why are you gonna leave the house and go and be giving someone else your money when you can put hmm. your money to the family?" and save it mm. and buy a property. So that's when he just re- reignited that dream again for me. So I'm like, you know what? That's yeah. literally what I'm going to do. So literally, because again, I was living from home. I was working full time. I didn't really have a lot of responsibility and, and bills to pay. So I was saving, I want to say 85 to 90% of my salary. Jesus Oof. Christ. But the thing is, during that time, I wasn't single though. I was dating this one babe. So that 10% I should <laughs> chop every last I should have chopped this thing. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> The only reason why I was not saving hundred percent because, bro, I eat at home. They feed, you know me now. Yeah. I can be focused bro. if I need to. Only will so, save the entire bro. Picture. I will save the bro. whole. Bro. But, ah, 
But you know, I say, you know, I'm not, I'm not just moving for me. I'm moving for someone else. So you know, but yeah. But that was honestly how. But the the experience in itself of of getting the first property was um was a lot actually. Um, I learned a lot. Um, a lot of mistakes that I didn't apply when I got my second property. But the first one, you know, I my first property was pre-construction, right? Okay. So it was still in development. I remember mm. we had. The meeting in, I think I went to see it around February, March. We saw it, we liked it, and then there was like a whole process. So, I mean, it just it, not to ramble on a little too much. No, Obi, um, like, if you could, could you like break down the process? Like, walk us through like the process. Like, um, and yes, yes, I'm actually, I'm genuinely, oh, I think we're all interested in like, you know, like the process. 100%. Knowledge is going to be dropped here. So, make sure you pull out your notepads and take notes. If anybody <laughs> talk to Babe, it's texting. They pull out my notepad. They pull out my notepad. Notepad. I know she didn't reply you back. Anyways, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so, so we went to see, so again, it was a pre-construction property. I went with my mom and my uncle. Yeah. So we went, so my first property was in Kitchener. So we went to Kitchener. So I were looking at Kitchener because at the time that was the only like region I could afford. Um, so we went to a few properties. We went to some townhouses, we went to some condos. We went to some um, actual homes to see the range of the prices. So we landed on a townhouse. Um, so we looked at the pre-construction. Everything was looking good. So I remember speaking to, um, the, I think, the property manager or something. That's what they called him at the time. Okay. And he said, okay, um, if you like it, you just have to wet sign here and then come back within a week and come back with a 5% um, deposit and um, come back with a pre-approval for a mortgage. And that was okay. it. So a pre-approval letter mm. and a five percent deposit. It was five percent. Okay, I guess that's. I guess. And I think. But, okay. five, five Quick question, percent. but with the, with the five percent, that means your that means you have to pay mortgage insurance, correct? No, no, no. Listen now. Okay, not, sorry. Okay. They jumped mm. the gun. I've not even gotten there at all. This okay. is a five percent deposit, not a down payment. Those are two different things. Oh, swear. Okay. Exactly. So this is a pre-construction. So the deposit is just to say you're very serious about this. And of course, that deposit is not refundable, right? So after a week, pretty much, if you go to speak to a bank and you tell them, oh, can I get a pre-approval letter? The first thing that they're going to ask you is when is your closing date for the, for your property? And because this was a pre-construction and this was in March, the closing date was sometime in September, which eventually got pushed to November. So if you tell the bank your closing date is about six to nine months, they won't even take it serious because anything could happen. Yeah, Where your position a... in February will not be a position come September, November, October, right? So yeah. Yeah. what we just did is we just went to one of our mortgage friends. We just asked him to just draft us a dummy pre-approval letter. And that's what mm-hmm. I took to them. All they just need to see is like, because the, the whole point is of that pre-approval... Is that legal? I just couldn't mention that on the podcast. Uh-uh. I can say it on a podcast because people do it every day, bro. <laughs> okay, the whole okay. point of that pre-approval letter is just for mm-hmm. the the um, the um, the builders. Okay, yeah, that's the word. The okay. builders to know you've been pre-approved for a mortgage, and when it comes mm-hmm. time to pay, you can actually pay for the mortgage. That's the point of it, right? And okay. if you cannot pay for the mortgage, anything you've paid up until then, they would keep it and they will send you home. It's that simple, right? Mm-hmm. So you bring that pre-approval letter, say, okay, I've been approved for the mortgage to pay for this property, and this is my 5% down payment check. That was the first step. So once I did that, sign all the document, blah, 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 you're officially a homeowner from there on out. So from there on out, the price of the property is what you guys have agreed on. And by the time, from when that property is built to when the property is actually ready to, for you to move in, there's mm-hmm. a, the value of the property will go up. 
So there's some okay. that's when people do that's you, true. you, you that's have about flipping. People flip properties. They never they'll just in sell it, it once. They'll just resell the value. So profit. that's another reason why you can always get that letter because you might not even mm. eventually even need that pre-approval. Right. So that was that was the initial phase of the process. How long did it take you from um for the construction? Um, like the initial construction of the property? Yeah, like how long from like the pre-construction once you made that down payment to when it was actually ready to build it? So again, I was in March. March, February was when was when I started the process, and I and the, we moved in. Or I was able to move in like November, December. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah. it's not too long. Yeah, but that, yeah. Okay, they, they already started building it, and you just paid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, oh, okay, it wasn't. Okay, okay, it wasn't okay. just the grass. Like you could see the structure, you could see the design, all of that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that was pre-COVID times, right? Things were moving a lot quicker then. That's fair. Mm-hmm. And what? And I guess after this, what was what was the next phase like? Like in terms of, did you when you you moved in there? I'm guessing. No, I didn't move in there. So that's that, that's a rental property, actually. Okay. So the next phase essentially was, um, if I remember correctly, I had to go do like a property inspection. Oh, uh, and then so actually no. Before mm, I'm not sure if it's a property inspection that happens first, or I had to actually select how I wanted my interior of the house to look like. Upgrades. That's what it's called. So I had to go do upgrades. So the my first property cost me two hundred and ninety six thousand. Okay. At the time, and then after I did upgrades and everything, it came up to about three hundred and one thousand. The okay. so this I, is the entire value of the property at the time, yes. So, in about okay. 301,000, I think that was where we closed that. So, you so in literally, terms of like, of like, in terms of like down payment, you dropped five percent. That is like you dropped 15k again. That's a deposit, that's not a down payment. Deposit. Is that okay, not what okay. I just are you, are you paying Sorry. attention? I'm I say I'm taking notes. <laughs> We're gonna get into we're gonna get into down payment. I'll, I'll tell you guys the four <laughs> things to factor when buying a house. We'll get into that. Um, okay. But um, what was I saying? So you you do the upgrades for the property, right? And literally yeah. you pick everything from like what color door handle do you want? Do you want your 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 floor to be to be tiles? Do you want your floor to be rug? Do you want your floors to be wooden? Do you want black um, backsplash in your kitchen? Yeah. Do you want to add an extra, you know, those um countertops you see in the kitchen in the middle of like the living room? Do you yeah. want to build that as well? Like you can, like you can really redesign. Is is there any like are there like any specialists you have to go with for inspections? Oh, for instance, of course, of course, because they will be taking notes. Everything you say, they they, they will show you the different colors of paints they can paint the interior. You will select the one you want. They will show you the different chandelier design you can put on your walls. They will show you the different shower hooks, like. I said till the, to, to the fact where, like, you know, like, your table, you know, if you look yeah. at your table now, you see, like, your table is, like, a sharp corner. Yeah. Some yeah. tables have curved corner. Yeah. That's specific. They'll say, okay, do you want your counter to be sharp or do you want your counter to be curved? To be curved. If you say, crazy. okay, sharp, they'll say, okay, that's basic. You say curved, okay, that's about $500 upgrade. So, like, that's a... <laughs> I don't say, oh, me, no, do any upgrades. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 do no. basic work. No, he, he, but, said, he, uh, said he, did some, he said he did some upgrades. He said up like, to me... 
up yeah. to mm-hmm. me, I for not do not. As they just give mm-hmm. me that, and I saw I go collect them. But I owe my mom, and my mom was like, "Are you kidding me? Come on! Like you, you're gonna rent this property out, or yeah, you're gonna sell like nice. it makes it look futuristic because literally because if we increase the value, exactly. Thank you. I was yeah. getting to that. Those upgrades actually would increase the value of the property mm-hmm. in the long run. So yeah, that was the next step: upgrades, and then of course you would do like an ins- inspection. So there would be like someone who would go to inspect like the connections are done correctly, the plumbing of the house is done correctly, the wiring is done correctly, and the house has to actually pass that expe- inspection for you to move into it. So that was the second stage of everything. Okay. The third and final stage, I would say, would be the closing stage. I don't know if you guys want to ask any other question before we talk about that. Nah, go ahead, can, go ahead. You can go ahead. So the, the third and final stage would be the closing stage. So this is where things start to come together. This is when you really start to get stressed, and this is where you really start to learn a lot. So this was around mm. that November, September period. So again, remember how I said I put down 5%. And again, this 5%, I'm giving it to the builder directly. Okay. Okay. This is a deposit. It's not a down payment. Deposit. Thank you. It's a deposit. Yeah. So I've not even gone to my bank or anything. See, I'm taking notes. Okay. Kudos <laughs> to you. Kudos to you. I guess you didn't reply. Um. So. <laughs> oh, I <think>, uh... <laughs> Yo, man. Uh, I'm about to get this guy uh... into trouble. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, what's it called? Um. So I go. So I went. I had a meeting with, with a mortgage specialist. So. Four things you need to consider when buying a property, especially when you go into that meeting, with your, that first meeting with your mortgage specialist. The first thing is the amount of down payments you're looking to make. The second thing I would say is your annual salary slash your actual income. The third thing I would say is your current debt, debt level. Like what are you currently owing? What do you owe? What loans do you have? Mm-hmm. Student loans, credit, credit cards, card. all of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the last thing I would say is your credit score. Again, this is all from my everything I'm saying is from my experience, my um, perspective. I'm not a subject matter expert by any means, mm-hmm. but I have lived this, and I'm talking about my own experience, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. those are four things. Again, um, down payments, annual salary, um, um, current debts you have, current debts. And, credit, and credit score, and credit score. Right. So those four things I would say very, very important because the first one, of course, your down payments, and we can now talk about you know, um, um, what's it called? Insurance and all of that. So I put down 20% when I bought my first property, right? So again, I gave 5% to the builder directly and 15% I give to the lawyer when they did the closing analysis again, which we'll get into. That's a different ball game entirely, right? Okay. So I put down 20% for my property and 20% is always advisable if you can. Um, however, not everybody can always do 20% for a property. So if you do anything mm-hmm. less than 20%, then you will pay interest. And I think within Canada, the minimum you can do is 5%. But I think in the US, you can actually do as low as 3 or 3.5%. Uh, yeah, 3. Mm-hmm. 3, yeah, 3.5%. Yeah, so 5% is the lowest you can do in Canada. But the thing is that with that is if you do less than 20% and you only do 5%, you have to pay what's called insurance. I think it's called PMI. Or PMI, some PMI, yeah, exactly. mortgage insurance. Whatever. Exactly, so it's mortgage insurance. So you, pay, you have to pay mm-hmm. mortgage insurance. And essentially what that is is... It's, it's a, it, the insurance is not actually for you, right? This insurance is really beneficial to your lender, the bank, for example. So this insurance you're paying is pretty much to say that if you cannot afford to pay your mortgage at any time, the insurance actually protects the lender. This way, I they see. will have more incentive to actually be willing to lend you money. 
due to the fact that you have mm -hmm. a low down payment. Okay, but the thing that's funny about this insurance is it drives up your overall final cost of the property, right? Because for example, if you're paying 5%, if you're putting down 5% of your property value, then yeah. your insurance will be around 4%. So in total, you're paying 9%. Yeah. So they will just charge that fee into yeah. your mortgage total. So if, you're, if, you're, if your property is 100K, 5% yeah. of that is 5,000. Now, because you're mm. only putting down 5,000, your mortgage, your property will now be 104,000 because of the additional 4% of interest for the insurance. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So yeah. that's how, that's, and again, the, 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 the lower you pay, the more the insurance will be, the higher you pay, the less insurance will be type of thing, right? So, but once yeah, you pay above, above 20%, you don't have to pay insurance at all. Okay. And the thing, the thing, why, I mean, you might think 4%, huh, it's not bad, it's okay, but think about the fact that this is a 4% that will be added to your total cost, and that total cost is spread through the lifetime of the mortgage. And the lifetime yeah. of a mortgage is called amortization period. Okay, so that's the amortization. So amortization of a mortgage is pretty much the lifetime of the mortgage. And each mortgage will have a full amortization period, and they're also what we call terms, mortgage term. Mortgage term, I think, can range anywhere from months to five months at max. So, yeah. a term of a mortgage, after each term of a mortgage, that's when people do mortgage renewal. Then you have to renew your mortgage. Again, I think we'll, we'll, we'll get into that because those are very specific terminologies that we, we can talk a little bit more about. But that's so that's down payment. And the second one is, of course, your annual salary. Annual salary is, of course, very important for you to actually qualify for a mortgage. You need to have steady source of income to be able to pay your mortgage on a monthly basis. I think rule of thumb is typically for your um, for your full monthly uh, monthly salary that you make on a monthly basis or your monthly income, your mortgage shouldn't be more than thirty to forty percent of that. Okay. Okay. We ha we have a question related to mm -hmm. this um specific topic about like mm -hmm. your your salary. Mm -hmm. Um, it's actually from Twitter. The person okay. asks, um, <laughs> where you they see that kind of money to buy a house? <laughs> that, that's the exact <laughs> question for our list. Mm, that's a good question, and again, it, it just boils down to what I said it, um in, at the beginning, right? The yeah. fact that yeah. this has been a long time process for me. It wasn't just, mm -hmm. and the, the thing that really helped me was the fact that I never moved out. I was living with my rents for a while, like I was living with my parents for a while, right? So it really helped me save. And the fact that I was actually saving, I wasn't like like a desiccal, I wasn't wayward. I wasn't just squandering my money. Yes, I, I was in wayward. I wasn't popping a zoo, even if I could have been popping it because I was making money, yeah, right? But I'm yeah, like, yeah. this is not priority to me in my life. Mm -hmm. I don't have to go and stunt on nobody. Nobody, I, I will go and be paying the club to pay that. I've paid to enter your father. Anyway. Can I say that? <laughs> anybody, anybody that's living at home, bro, you probably have some nice savings, man. Bro, trust me, man. But yeah, so it's would, again, would it, it's a but mindset. But would you say anybody, though? Would you say, I wouldn't say anybody because anybody it's, it's easy. Yeah, because money is easy, but at that point, but to see that amount of money and just like lose guard yeah. or something, I just... Yeah. Yeah, but like only oh, like credits to props to you for real. Like that's proper discipline. Honestly, props to me is fair, but shout out to my parents, bro. Like shout out yeah. to your parents. Like I, I definitely want to shout them out because even for like my school fees, for example, like mm -hmm. I remember when I graduated, my pops literally, my parents literally gave me a check, and they're like, "Yo, this is the check for your school fees. Like you can do with it as you please. You can either yeah. you know, go and pay off your debt or you can invest it. So it's up to you to see what you see fit." 
given the the knowledge I have right now, I think I would have done differently with the money. Because what I did is I just paid off my whole school fees. I didn't. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do. But I like, don't want to think I, about it. But then it goes to my next point, which is the debt that you currently have. Right, so because yeah, I did that, adept, yeah, it okay. actually helped me qualify for my mortgage. Because yeah. I, like when I went there, because when I went, I remember having the, the conversation with the mortgage specialist, and she was just like, "Oh, you're 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 21, 22. You're very young." I'm like, "Yeah." Mm-hmm. She's like, "You went to university, didn't you?" I'm like, "Of course." I was confused, yeah. like, "Where is she going with this?" <laughs> yeah. She's like, "You have student debt. Like, have you paid off your school?" Fee? I'm like, "Oh, that's don't worry about that. I ain't got no debt." She's like, "You know, we have yeah, to pull up your credit." I'm like, "Yeah, pull it." So she checked my credit. She like she was so impressed. Like she's like, I'm not saying anybody that is your age. I don't have student debt. So I say, ah, shout out to my parents. <laughs> she did that. So because of that, I like I know me now. I never had credit card debt. My credit score was phenomenal. Anyone who knows me, my credit score is. I, last time I checked, what was it? Eight seventy. Eight. Let, let, let's not be dropping numbers on nobody. Is the max not eight hundred? No. No. I think it's. I, I think it depends on the on the evaluator or something. Sometimes it's nine hundred. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Depends on who's evaluator. Only one give us a frivolous you know, number here. Yeah. Someone like Emmanuel will not be. This guy is opening his Borrowwell account. He's yeah, opening your Borrowwell account. No, that, <laughs> because man, are questioning me. You are questioning yeah. me. I, me, I don't. Me, I, me, I have evidence. I know they explain too much. I know they explain too much. Let's see. I guess man. and Omi, okay, like I guess backtracking a bit, I'm also wondering like what, is are, there... what are you saying? What are you saying there, sir? Are you saying that eight eight seventy-seven out of nine hundred? It's not easy, man. What, what site is that? Um, Equifax. That's is it credit karma or something like that? Bruh. Oh, yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Um, true. What's your question? No, I was I was going to say like, is there like I guess when if your debt is clean and all the things, is there like a minimum salary you would tell somebody like, yo, you need to make at least this before you start looking towards like you get like look um like for your de- like, like for debt like for debt or no for no no salary. in terms of salary for salary yeah I would say honestly like look it it depends on the value of the property you are getting right okay. um. And it also depends, like all of these four things I've, I've listed, they're all factors, right? Yeah. You might be making a lot of money, but then you have terrible credit score and you don't have, and you have a lot of debt. That would affect your qualification. You might not be making a lot of money, but you have a huge down payment. You saved a lot and your credit score is very good. That would also affect it. One thing I will point out, for example, is if you, so I know some, someone asked me one time, was like, oh, you know, what's more important, a, a bigger down payment or a better credit score? And I'll, this one will shock you. The difference you get from credit score qualification for your mortgage, someone who has like a 650 credit score compared to someone who has like an 800 credit score is 1% in interest. That 1% might not sound like a lot, but 1% for like a $500,000 property, for example, you're saving mm-hmm. almost 400 a month in mortgage monthly payments. So <laughs> compared to somebody who has a huge down payment and wants to pull more, yeah. if you have a better credit score, in the long run of a 25-year amortization period, yeah. Yeah. you're going to save more money. So it's again, it's the bigger picture, right? So it all depends on how, how you look at it. So better to, in a nutshell, better to drop a higher down payment if you have it, if you can afford it. No, that's not what I said. <laughs> that's not what, is, I said. Is it? what I was saying is I was comparing 
Choose it's not understand what I said. I actually tried to understand. No, no, no. I must, it's not better to drop a high. I mean, dropping a higher. If, if I sometimes banks won't won't even encourage you to drop higher down payment. Even if, of course, if you can, you can do it. Yeah. But if you can do the twenty percent minimum, just do the twenty percent minimum because money that you have is always better than money that you don't have. They don't have yeah. right because that money you can always put it towards other things. You can invest it. You can grow it rather than just dumping it into the property. But of course, it's good to bring down your interest and bring down what you pay. So it's all about perspective and mindset. I'm not going to say it's better or it's worse. What I was just trying to take, I was just looking at what's more um influential in your qualification of a mortgage your credit score or the down payment that you oh, get yeah. so i'm just giving you like the perspective what yeah, a so. 650 score will get you in terms of interest compared to an 800 score and in the long run how that could be effective on a mortgage scale so omi what do you th- what do you say to someone right now let's say that plans to get a property in two years but has a bad credit score what do you, what do you, what, what steps would you say they should start taking today well, first of all, there, there are different steps. If you, there are different things that you need to do to to improve your credit, if we go into that, that's a different point. But I'll give you I'll give you quick quick tips. Um, there's something called credit utilization. I'm I'm sure you guys are probably familiar with that. Yeah. Um, credit utilization is just how you utilize the amount of credit that you have access to. So, say for example, you have a credit card that has a ten thousand dollar limit. Um, I think the best utilization is about I think ten percent or less. So just making sure that you're not using because you have this because the bank has been willing to borrow you this much money doesn't mean that you maximize everything. So what credit what credit department will see is like uh uh-uh, uh just because this guy has access to this much money using everything, this guy is not smart with money. Your credit score will drop. But if you are properly utilizing your credit and they say oh you have access to ten thousand, but every month you're only only spending like a thousand or less. Two thousand mm. or less. Uh-uh. That means this guy. Yeah, he has money, but it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't depend on it. Essentially, your credit score. It, it's not like over. you shouldn't use more than thirty percent. Something like Should that. that. Me, that's on me, bro, I put, on bro well, bro. On bro yeah, well, me. I put yeah. my stuff at ten percent because I always try to be as safe as possible. And oh, the one thing I'll say is, never be late on a credit card payment. Always pay your credit card in its entirety if you can. Of course, I know mm. not everybody can. Sometimes, some can, things happen. Yeah, some things happen. You can't afford to because the once you start getting those interest charges, you are late on your payment yeah. on your credit card. That's the easiest way to drop your credits, yeah. right? So making sure you're paying those on time as much as possible really impact your credit. But with experience and with history, the fastest way to actually boost up your credit. Yeah. Like the fastest way to boost up your credit, and this is this is very I would say subjective because it depends on someone else, right? So is if you have a bad credit, you want to boost up your credit, look for somebody that has very good credit and co-sign with them on a credit on a on a on a credit property on a credit on a credit requirement, like maybe a mortgage or like a credit card or credit card or or lease or something like that, a lien. Just co-sign with somebody who has really good credit with your bad credit. If their credit is good enough to, and you qualify for whatever you co-sign for, yeah, it can significantly boost your your things. So just uh, but that means that person has to trust that you. Exactly. That you the fact bring, that you have bad you credit, why would a good bro, credit person even want to entertain you? Exactly. So Probably if you can your find them, member. exactly. If you can find it, it'll, it'll be good for you. The other the other, the other advice I would give somebody is. To open up a oh, what's this account called? It's called 
FHSA. First, okay, that's the new one. The new first you guys have heard of it. First home yeah. savings account. Hey, as an accountant, mm. you know this now. Mm-hmm. I would say, <laughs> even if you don't have money, go and open. In fact, just stop listening to this point. Come and put an account and come back. Right now. Shop, like shop, right facts. now. Like that's how important it is. Because if you have that account, you're you're you can you can put into the account as much as eight thousand a year tax free, tax deductible into that account. But the thing is, you don't get your room until you open the account. So it's from the first day that you open the account, do you start to get that equity space? And you can max it up to maximum of I believe forty thousand. And it's eight thousand every year, but it's, it's different from a TFSA because I think a TFSA once you turn eighteen, that's when your room starts. Start but this here. account is when you open it, it starts. So go and open it right now, even if you, you don't have anything to put, just open it. And then eight yeah. K marks this year, save on it. Even if you don't even end up buying a property in the future, you can roll it back into your RSP. You know, you can do a lot with the funds, but just go and open that account right now and start saving on taxes. Very simple. So those are snippets of what I would tell somebody who is looking. To. So how, so why why is that better than an RSP account? Um. Well, RSP accounts um is called what a retirement savings plan. Savings right? plan. Yeah. So if you yeah. dip mm-hmm. into that account, you have to pay you have back. To. You have to pay it back. You have mm. to pay back. But the T this one you don't pay back well, because it's literally as, designed as as, as long as it's being pulled for a house, for first time home buyer. First time. But yeah. that's that's mm-hmm. all you can use it for. Right. Okay. However, there are different. Not everybody qualifies for this, though, right? Because I think you have to be Canadian. Of, no, so. you don't. No, no, no. You don't. You don't have to be Canadian. You have to reside in Canada. Okay. So you have to be a Canadian resident to qualify. Okay. Of course, I think eighteen years of age to I think seventy-one years of age. Um, you have you have to have, of course, never owned. A, you have to be a first-time home buyer, or. Mm-hmm. You haven't owned a home in the last four years. So if you haven't owned a home in the last four years, you also qualify. However, if you've owned a home, but you've never lived in the home, you also qualify for the account. So, so it's like things, an investment property or something. Exactly, exactly. So a few okay. things play along there for you to qualify, qualify for the account that, as well. That was going to be our next question. Like, uh-huh. when looking to buy a property, like, is it, better to i guess it depends on situations but like what in your case like would you prefer like an investment property rather than like a residential property somewhere you're actually going to live in um i would say don't let anything be an excuse to hold you back as much as possible get into the real estate market if you can afford to even if you go and buy property in a different province or in a different city. I know, of course, those are a little bit more tricky because the distance, all of that. But even if it's because, again, investment property, residential property, it's all about if you are ready to live in that property or not, mm-hmm. right? Or yeah. if it's even somewhere mm-hmm. you can even live in. So I don't yeah. think that's really like a factor to hold anyone back. Say, oh, I don't want to buy a property because I don't want to do investment. Or I'm, I'm not going to live there. If you can afford to mm-hmm. do it, do it. I learned this the hard way. When I was closing my first property, I remember, um, I think the builders, they asked me a question in a form, like, you know, are you going to live here or are you going to rent it? Stupid mm-hmm. man, I going to put, I'm going to rent it. So yeah. because I did that, they not yeah. charge me the tax of a, what's it called? What do they call those guys? Those guys who flip stuff like um, 
It's an investment property pretty much. So because of that, yeah. I have to pay a substantial amount of tax. Of course, I got the tax rebate back when I filed yeah. for it, but you never get 100% of that rebate back. You only give yeah. back like 60 or 80%. So I lost a lot of money yeah. because of that. So because I didn't say I was living there. They're going right? to live in Saudi. Yeah. So stuff like that. So those, those are the kind of things that you will learn with it, with, with um, once you get to the express part. And you, you mentioned that the closing part was the most stressful part in general for you. Mm-hmm. What other things like made it like super stressful? Like little details here and there. Yeah, I think I think closing was stressful for me just because there were a lot of nuances I didn't foresee or I wasn't okay. just I didn't have knowledge of because again this was the first time I was doing this, right? Like think about this. When you're closing, you're gonna of course your down payments which you've budgeted for. You're going to then be looking at the transfer of title. You're going to be looking okay. at the taxes. You're going to be looking at lawyer fees. You're going to be looking at title insurance, right? Like yeah. in brief, there are like three segments to consider when closing a property. The, the cost of the loan, the legal cost, and the title cost. So all of these things I didn't necessarily factor in my budgeting. Like I didn't leave room, especially for the taxes. Like I remember okay. I had to pay like almost 22 27k of taxes by the time I was closing and I had to Mm. pull that money out of thin air like my dad literally ah shout out to my dad like you had to I guess you had to pay it to pay yeah uh, bro they were I remember I remember speaking to the lawyer I'm like fam like is there any way for me to push this like I didn't I didn't account for the fact that I I would the guy said "Ah, you only have two options the first option is you just default all the money that you took so far (laughs) Just forget about it, and they won't sue you. They will just tell oh, you go. The second option is you are allowed to take it to court and fight it, and you will lose and waste your money. So is it? And the third option is just pay the money you owe. <laughs> and it's like they will not extend your deadline by another second. Once the Damn. date reach, you know, that you are done. So literally, my I think that's also something. To, yeah, my pops had to go to a bank to get a line of credit. And he mm-hmm. sent it to me, and that's how I was able to close my property. And that's another thing as well, right? Like making sure that you have money in your account before closing. Yeah, I think it's like about 120 days before you close. You and you have all the information. In exactly. The full picture. You know exactly. Bro, what like banks into. are so yeah. very they won't picky. Tell you everything. Like, yeah. fam, if you deposit cash into your account, you need to yeah. show proof of where that cash came from. Anything yeah. above, like I think two, three hundred dollars, like any statements, they say, "Oh, I see a deposit of a thousand dollars. Where's this from?" So I'm like, "Oh, I, you know, I borrowed my dad money or I borrowed my brother mm-hmm. money." It's like, "Oh, please, yeah. boys, cash. Can you go show us where they got the cash from?" So literally, I had a, a four thousand dollar cash deposit in my account because mm-hmm. I borrowed my dad something and he was just paying me back. So mm-hmm. he had to go into his bank account open his statement and show when he show drew that 4,000. Yeah. So I needed to bring that statement, give them, and they would not see, he has to align the dates, everything, show, okay, this also went up, put the 4,000. Ah! And that was one of the reasons why my mortgage was going to be declined because I couldn't prove yeah. where that money came from. So, Jesus Christ. And like, it's so like anti-money anti laundering measure, measures. Like it's just money trail. Like every money yeah. that exactly, yeah. you have to be able to track all phones. So that's why I don't like, yeah. like if I withdraw cash from my account, just because that, that money is spent. To me, I've that money is never going to see my account again. It's done. So that's why I don't really put cash. Any money you send me, just send it to e-transfer, wire, ACH, you name it. So, so Omi, like a lot of these things you just mentioned, like, like we caught that, I guess the average person will consider like hidden fees. Mm-hmm. Are, are they things that like, do you think like the average person should know? Are they things the average person knows or how like, 
I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. Like, oh, how, how, can how even, do we... What can you even... Yeah. What can yeah, you how do we, like, find out? Make sure, yeah. Make sure you're not... Uh, you're not going to be taken by surprise. You know, ask questions. Ask questions, ask questions, ask questions. I just hope whoever is going into their first property buying, they, they really deal with a mortgage specialist that they trust. Because those guys, they have all the answers. But sometimes, they're dealing with, like, a lot of clients. They might not be able to indulge everything to you. So just ask questions. Ask questions. Um... Especially closing costs. I think closing is probably the trickiest one, um, 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 especially with these times and pandemic. So you want to know, I think closing, just have about two, three to 5% of your property value for closing. That does not yeah. even include down payment. So you have that, then you have your down payment, then you have your lawyer fees, then you have your land. Like, so just make sure that you, you plan for your closing, like estimate more money than you need to. And another thing is like, just make sure that you're not putting down all the entire money in your life into this. You have some oh backup because yeah. anything can happen. And the builders can say, oh, you know, um, equipment are double. So we have to do this. Like anything, like anything can happen. So you just, uh, and last, last, everything is, they, they have more legal power than you. You're a man, yeah. you know, this is a corporation that you're dealing with. They will finish <laughs> you. So just It'll make sure you that dry. you are... You are financially stable enough to do this, right? You don't want to put yourself in a risky situation and then you end up losing more money at the end of the day. Hmm. Oh, this place looking scary. I can't even lie. <laughs> like, I'm just giving you the reality. The reality. Imagine of this, just slap yeah. slap you with 22k card. <laughs> this one will be a card. Bro. Like, you have how many days, bro? I go just scratch my head. You no, know you just get immediate headache. <laughs> <laughs> I would say wait for someone else to just drive. Let just drive for me. Just keep it pushing, I beg. I don't think I'm strong enough to hold to hold the steering wheel right now. But I get um question um how what steps did you take in ensuring that you chose like a mortgage a mortgage specialist that you genuinely trusted? Because I remember one of these days in the group chat, Stano was talking. About, Stano sent something and talked about the fact that yo like. A lot of these banks, especially even the mortgage specialists, mm. like they would, they their job solely is to benefit the bank. They don't really mm-hmm. care about the customer in that sense. Uh, but yeah. I did, I'm guessing in your case, you're looking for someone that also like wants your best interest at heart. So like, what yeah. like what steps are you taking like finding that person? Oh boy, that one is tricky. There are no steps. It's just research. It's, I would say word of mouth. I would say use, don't, mm. rather than going into the bank and just saying, oh, I need a mortgage specialist, talk to family and friends and have them refer someone to you. Someone that they've used in the past, someone that's reliable, someone that they trust. Because at the end of the day, is that mortgage specialist is the person that will really put your portfolio together and make sure that you actually get, like, they will do whatever it is within their power to help you qualify. So you definitely yeah. want someone who's like a desiccal, someone who doesn't care, someone who's nonchalant, yeah. maybe someone who's really dedicated to the cause. My oh, own experience, God. like, honestly, like, fair play to my mortgage specialist, though, like, I don't even know if I should blame her or not, but, like, when I did my second property, it was just, like, right after COVID and everybody was sort of getting back to normalcy, right? Yeah. And that was when interest rates started going up. So I know, so we can talk about, like, variable and fixed, you know, what's the difference yeah. between both of that, but... Um, I I went on a variable interest mortgage, and yeah, I felt it. Um, I'm still feeling it <laughs> till today. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. Every morning you wake up at a cost bank of Canada <laughs> oh, because it's just the bank that decides the rate. Literally, like, every you know day that I see the bank of Canada is having another meeting, to, uh, I just pay fast. I just yeah. I say, Lord, think of your son, oh, think of Bro. your son. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, man. So I, I felt it. So my, my whole thing is like, 
right before I closed on my mortgage, if my mortgage specialist had advised me and been like, you know what, I have a lot of experience. I've seen something like this before. Maybe it's best for you to take a fixed rate instead of a variable rate. But she was just looking at, okay, what's the cheapest option? And of course, variable will always be cheaper than fixed. It's always yeah. 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 Right? So I went with variable. But if I had gone with fixed, I would have, oh, God knows how much I would have saved since today. Yeah. How much has interest rates increased since... since um, I know. I guess, Omi, before you, before you even it. answer that, like, for people mm-hmm. who don't know, could you just break it down quickly? Fix, fixed interest rate, variable interest rates. Just break it down. Okay, sure. So, let's let's start with variable. Variable, variable interest rate pretty much just means um, prime plus interest. So, prime rate is the rate set by the Bank of Canada that affects all lending institutions across the country. So, whatever prime rate is, the bank will also then give you their own rates, and then that will be your variable interest rates. Right, so that would be your interest rate that you pay for the term of your mortgage. Remember, we talked about amortization being the lifetime of your mortgage 25 to 30 years or so, and then the yeah. term of your mortgage usually a max of like five years. So, within that five year term, this would be the interest that you will pay within five years' term, right? Okay, and the reason why it's within term is because these are all economic status within five years, the, the country, the world will look different. So, of course, the bank will need to readjust, restructure, renew your mortgage again to another different five year term, right? And essentially, why variable is good and bad, at least for the past 10 years, variable has been amazing. Um, is because so I have to really, really break this down so you guys really understand for the, for the avid listener. So, yeah. When you get a when you get a variable rate mortgage, it solely functions with prime rate interest. Okay, so let's say for example, prime rate is two percent. Okay, and then the bank then gives me an additional one percent, so I'm paying prime plus one percent, so I'm paying three percent interest on my mortgage. Okay, makes sense. Okay, mm-hmm. so if so, now my actual mortgage percent is one percent, but prime is two percent. So I'm paying 3%. If prime should drop to 1%, that means my interest rate for my mortgage is now 2%. 2%, yeah. Right? But if prime should mm-hmm. go up from 2% to 4%, that means the interest rate of my mortgage is now 5%. 5%. So just understand mm-hmm. what that variable, variable interest yeah. is. It all depends yeah. on how prime fluctuates. So in the past mm-hmm. couple of years, prime has been very steady and it's even been reducing. So, okay. for example, my first property, I had a 25-year amortization, okay? Mm-hmm. Within two to three years of making just my regular monthly payments to my mortgage, I reduced my amortization from 25 years to, um, I think, 18 years. So, I dropped about seven years mm-hmm. worth of payment because and, and for prime, those who don't, those who chip in, for those who don't, amortization is like the lifespan of how long you have to pay your mortgage for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So my lifespan dropped from 25 years to about 18 years because of the fact that Prime dropped. Because because Prime dropped, what that means now is I was able to put more money into my principal than yeah. my interest. Okay? So for yeah. example, yeah. let's say your mortgage monthly payment is $1,000 a month. Not that entire $1,000 is going towards the mortgage. About 700 is going towards interest. <laughs> And only three hundred is going towards your principal. Bro. That's it. So in the initial phases of your mortgage, you will pay higher prince, higher interest. 
Is it the latter phase of your mortgage when your when your principal when your overall value is a lot lower? That's when your monthly payments more will be going towards your, your principal. principal. I hope that is making sense. So yes, because the interest rates went down for me, I was paying less towards interest and more towards principal. And now because I was paying more towards principal, the spam the timeline of a twenty five year amortization reduced because now it's like oh you are going to pay this off before you even hit this. Yeah. So that's what that means. And fixed is just like the name says. They will just give you your interest. It will be fixed for a certain amount of time. No economic status or anything can affect it. It will just be fixed interest rates in mortgage. But but the fixed interest rates, when, when you're renewing it, it might change, no? Yeah, that's again, that's why I said the term. The term is fixed okay. for, will be the same. Renewal, of course, you can renew as fixed, you can renew as variable. Those are all up for discussion with your mortgage uh, specialist and the bank. And typically, how long are like terms? Five years. Five, five years, okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I was also going to those uh, bought in before you start, enter this variable and fixed rates. Like, how many middlemen do you typically need for, like, uh, to conduct, like, a house sale? I know you need, obviously, a realtor. You need a mortgage specialist. Is there anyone else? Like, to sell the house? Sorry, to buy a house, my bad. Yeah, so I'll just say realtor, mortgage specialist, and your lawyer. That's it. A lawyer? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cheers. Okay. But, but if they reason the thing deep. <laughs> but if they reason the <laughs> Because at some point... How much... <laughs> That's the next phase. Now everybody, like at least most people, aspire to be like homeowners. So. Yeah. No, it's it's a great investment. Like the reason why I was actually able to get my second property was because I had my first property, right? So when I got my second property, I didn't have to put um, too much of my own money down. So what I did is I did a refinance on my current mortgage, right? Okay. Because again, remember we talked about the value of the property when I got. My first property, um, two-bedroom townhouse, it was, I paid about 301000 in total with everything. So wow. at the time I was ready to get my second property, that property was almost double in value. Like the Oof. bank, Jeez. the bank went to appraise the property. I think it was going for yeah. about six fifty seven hundred. dollars Um, So the value was immense. And again, keep in mind, I've also paid seven years worth of term away from the mortgage. So... I yeah. was able to take out 150000 from that property in Oof. equity. Just in, in equity. equity. Right? Yes. So I used to, I used to pay mortgage for that other first property. Yes, of course. I'm still paying mortgage Wait. because so so okay. let, me, let me let me let me break it down. So mm-hmm. the mortgage was my mortgage was of course I paid um 20%. So I think my mortgage would have been two something, maybe let's say two thirty. I'm not in the match, right? So my mortgage was about two thirty. Right, so yeah. I owe mm-hmm. two hundred and thirty thousand on this property. I paid about a few years into it, of course, before I did my second property. Right, so let's say mm-hmm. let's say it's about two twenty now. Let's just say right. So yeah. now mm-hmm. I owe two twenty on this. However, when the bank went to appraise the property, the property yeah. was worth let's say six fifty. Okay. So which means yeah. it's two fifty. It's two fifty or two twenty. I owe, but it's actually valued at six fifty, which means I can actually pull money. From that space that is valued at, right? So I took one hundred and fifty thousand out of that, and I added I that the into evaluation. the cost of my current property. So that means my yeah. first property now, I'm not paying a mortgage of about one fifty plus two twenty, which will be three seventy, mm-hmm. and I can afford to pay that mortgage because the property is worth a lot more. Yeah. 
So okay. I took that 150 Crazy. and I used that as my down payment to get my second property. Oh, I see. Does that make Sound. sense? Yeah, that yeah, makes, it makes sense. sense. Okay. And that initial property too that you pulled out equity from, there's a chance that obviously with evaluation it will still go up, so you can still pull out additional if I if, I, if I'm getting that right. Well, because so now it's a home line plan. So what how a home line plan okay. works is it's almost think about a home line plan as a line of credit, but like with a lower okay. interest rate and a bigger bucket to work with. So now mm-hmm. I just have I have access to that funds and I can easily pull and pay into it as I see fit. It's almost like a line of credit, right? Um, I literally took the money and I'm paying it. But now because I've taken that money out, it's beneficial for the bank because now I owe mm-hmm. more on my property, which means I will pay more interest. So of course they'll be willing to do that for you as well, right? So you know, think about it like that. Oh, okay. It's, it's making sense, right? Yeah, is that the enough? way they, they swindle us and we think they're helping us. <laughs> See, <laughs> they are feeding themselves. Omi, Omi, yeah. are you guys not part of the problem? Because you work in the bank too, so you're technically no, part no, of the problem. I'm not part of the problem. I'm in technology, sir. I don't deal with hey, finance. Hey, you gotta go deny Omi, 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 is it not um, corporate culture to say, oh, don't try the department under the boss? Bro. No, I'm in technology. Ownership. No, no, no. no. Where's the no, ownership? No, 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 no. The, the bank, in me, like, in terms of place of work, you know, anybody that knows me, I big up my place of work all day, every time. Yeah. The biggest advocate that you will see. Yeah, so yeah it's just like, welcome to the best bank. Welcome yeah. to the dream team. No, we are the best bank. It's the best company to work in Canada-wide. It's actually, like, it's actually proven. Mm. We've won if Obi don't get CEO award. of his bank, eh, change my name. We've if won, Obi don't get that. Oh, we are, we've won the award multiple times. When it comes to customer my experience when it comes to employee yeah. satisfaction my company is number one so you know take with it as a see fit well, yes. paying your mortgage bah. but i'm not going to lie to them because i was staff i actually got a very yeah. good i got a very good rate so i'm, I'm, awesome I'm, some perks I'm not i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna cap on that i got less than prime actually yeah. so it was a very very good rate but of course, with this thing going on right now, so another thing I'll explain to you guys to really understand how this economy has affected variable rate mortgages, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's something called a trigger rate in your mortgage, okay? So okay. a trigger rate is when your monthly payments are not substantial enough to make the minimum payments required on your mortgage. And the minimum payment mm-hmm. required on your mortgage, drum roll please, is your interest. So you must always Swear. pay interest. I'm dead as fans do fans don't care if you pay. They don't principal. joke with their interest. So so <laughs> the so the principal they don't interest. care. Bro, because because the principal technically is, is your own going towards your own ownership like, of yeah, the property. Exactly. But pay them their own. See this bro, the, 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 the minimum they will allow you, you can pay up to two dollars in your principal. Imagine owing a property of three hundred and fifty thousand and paying two dollars every month. Your grandfathers, your great 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 children will not pay. Not pay. <laughs> they will not Bro, pay. They don't, as long as you give and them the interest, interest they will yeah. so the, so that's so that's a trigger rate. So I reached my trigger rate for my mortgage. It was it was scary, man. It was scary for a while. Um so that's how it works. So as variable rates, as the as the bank owner kept increasing prime rates. So what that means is, let's say I pay $1,000 a month towards my mortgage, right? Yeah. And we said you pay $700 into interest, $300 into principal. Prime rate goes up. Now I'm paying $800 into interest, $200 into principal. Prime rate goes up again. Now I'm paying $900 into interest, $100 into yeah. principal. 
Primary goes up again. Now I'm paying a thousand yeah. into interest the whole thing, and nothing the whole into thing. principal. That's why the yeah. bank will not contact you. Say, hey, sir, you have reached your trigger rate. Please, you need to include your monthly payment. You cannot just be paying. <laughs> because at that point, keep in mind, keep in mind, yeah. my amortization now is 99 years plus. Jesus Christ. The system cannot oh, even yeah. tell you. Because keep in mind, your amortization is going up. Right, because that's like a when slave when, deal, when slave variable contract. rates goes down, your amortization will but when variable goes up, your amortization will skyrocket as well. That one so, are like Modric for Chelsea now, nine years contract. <laughs> <laughs> We're locking in, you're not moving. <laughs> Bro. Oh boy. Fam. So oh, yeah, boy, so it's, it's it's scary, man. So when I hit my trigger rate, I had to like do lump sum payments into both my mortgages. So to bring me down to like of, uh, something uh, reasonable again. Something reasonable yeah. for my monthly payment. Yeah. What well, What happens if you default the payment? Ah, uh, if you default, it could be point of um, um repossession. You lose the property. The property is the value of the mortgage. So if you default, they can always come and carry your property from you. Like how many times do you have to default for it to get that? that to it that depends. Level? Most a lot of banks they they as much as possible they try to help you out. I know banks, they have something called skip payments where you can legit just skip one month's payment and move the payment to the end of your term. Um, okay. You can do, um, you can think and do skip payments like once every year or something like that. So they, they, okay. they, they make up ways to actually assist you. Of course, if you default the first time, not only will you get NSF fees, there are other mm-hmm. charges, there are late payment fees that you have to pay. But if it's, I think it's within like the 60 to 90 days period. If you cannot mm-hmm. make that payment, then of course repossession collections, they will come to your door and you know you'll be on the streets. Also, <laughs> say you'll be on the streets. Sorry, but if you can see. Also, just because I because I've worked in the bank before, and I believe people usually use their line of credit to pay their mortgage. So they can use you can technically use like a, a credit to pay off a mortgage with another credit. That's that's not advisable. <laughs> I would never advise you to use credit product to pay for another credit product because all you're mm-hmm. doing is just moving interest to interest. And why would you ever? Want to pay off your mortgage from a line of credit? A line of credit has. I a think there's people that are maybe that are like down, like like you know that down bar. Yeah, the then at that point you're digging your own grave. A line of credit has a higher interest than a mortgage, mm. so you're going to be paying more interest on the money you are borrowing from that line of credit, regardless. Oh, I see. Right, but the thing with the line of credit is you don't have to pay the principal. You, you, you again, the minimum is always the interest. As long as you give them their interest mm-hmm. payments, they're okay. They're but good. the thing is, again, it, it's 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 doable. Because for example, let's say your mortgage is due the first of the month, but you know yeah. you're going to be receiving a payment come the tenth of the month. So okay, yeah. you take money from your line of credit, you pay your mortgage. Once you get your payment for the tenth of the month, you pay back into your line of credit. As long as you do that, you'll be okay. It's not the one that you take the money from your line of credit, you will not pay it back. Do not allow the bank to be charging mm. you interest on your mortgage and interest on your line of credit. For what? Bro. For nah. what? Like, you just have to remain wise. And that's the people don't understand this and they do things like that. They will just see, oh, my interest on my line of credit is just $30. Ah, that's okay. I can be paying it. <laughs> but you just you just keep paying that. You keep going, you keep paying that. Yeah. And then you'll be wondering where your money is going. So just as much as possible, always reduce your debt, man. Damn. Like Obi, Obi, Obi's out here spitting this game, bro. Like free, free gems man. right now, bro. Yeah. Omi, sure I go replay this episode back when I won't buy my house. I go replay this episode. <laughs> but Omi, Omi, so what do you say to um? I don't know if you, I don't know if you followed um the whole DLT earlier this summer. I don't know if you saw that tweet where um this a guy was like, man, so the DLT is that event in Malta, like some festival in Malta, similar to Afro Nation, mm-hmm. and. The babe now posted how like she went there, 
the whole trip, she spent 50 pounds. The whole trip. She spent only 50 pounds. Then the reply to that tweet was like, this is why women will keep getting properties on time Bro, while the guys were bowling in the club. <laughs> while the guys were bowling in the club. Homie is a prime example stay, now. We stay on the credit. Person was, the person who was chopping his meal plan, <laughs> love my broski, doesn't have a property, but he's <laughs> a property. <laughs> What do you think of that situation? So, Obi, Obi, yourself? Obi, what do you think about that situation as you're addressing bro, yourself? I don't honestly, kudos to the babes, bro. I big up to them. They, I mean, if you gotta walk it, it's that simple. Bro. If yeah, if there's someone out there that wants to be sponsoring you, let them sponsor you. Use them till they are dry bones. I'm not oh, honestly God. me, oh, I'm a savage. I'm not fighting any baby because me, you will never catch me. So if there's a man out there you can catch, catch him. Catch yeah. him and run him dry. Last last that hustle. Ah, me, yeah. you know me, I have a lot of female friends. They tell I love me and yeah. we laugh together. We love I say, yeah, finish that <laughs> young finish man. Finish oh, because I'm sorry, man, but some men, man, like their common sense is very misplaced. Yeah. And their like their sense of priority is just so like how do you mm. prioritize that over your future? Your if future you if you can, then you have you deserve everything that is coming to you. I'm yeah. sorry, like I don't feel. I this... me, I don't have any hate for those babes. I fully support their hustle. In this life, if it's not illegal, do it up. Do it yeah. up. See, this is kind of in line with when I deep something, and let me know if I'm wrong. I deep that. Um, no, not servers. I would tip that bottle girls. They make a lot of money. Mm. Since that, since I realized that, I stopped tipping bottle girls. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I don't. I, I, like, even, I, don't thought, like I even thought this one would say I stopped buying bottles. <laughs> I stopped tipping. I stopped buying bottle. <laughs> I, <don't, laughs> I did a good club like that, but like when I do go to the club, let's say like. Because before, bro, like if I'm the one like paying with the machine, like and I know it's not we're going to speak to my guys, I can tip them like some nice percentage because I'm obviously going to spread it out. Mm-hmm. But I was not realizing that, bro, like these people are like cashing out, but it's not like they want to be back bad belly that oh, yeah. you know. But I'm like, man, these guys are making a lot of bar. Like us and later guys will be struggling to text, give you your hundred bucks, your one fifty after you have paid. So I'm like, I'm fam, on. the club, the club scene to me is so wild. I remember going for like a birthday event, right? And again, yeah. event is your boy's birthday. I'll support you. I'll contribute yeah. to the boot. It was calm. But I remember going for the event and we got there. And because it's your guy's birthday, you now want to buy yeah. four Azul for him. Oh, God. I know Azul runs about... As a legitimate worker? As a, as a legitimate <laughs> worker. Azul runs 800 a pop. Then you now, want to, do you, you now want to nudge me on my shoulder. I don't mean, want to do drop. I say if I slap you... Yeah. No, because the thing to me is like, okay, yeah, it's your was it well, your, your guy that is his own bed was asking you how much he's going to drop for Azul? No, 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 no my guy, no, my guy, the friends the that were there. Yeah, the we've already paid, we've already paid for the boot, we've already paid for our bottle, yeah. everybody's popping, yeah. you know, everything that form. Guys now want to form, like literally, like that's it, yeah. bro. This because there's no need that, to drink Azul, yeah. They, are just, they want to form that they are oh. big boys because, you know, there were other oh. boots there, people were buying their Azul. Then I said, ah, let's yeah. also buy Azul now, oh, let's buy three Azul. I said, I'm like, are you even, are you making like to me to me it's bashful, you know? Maybe it's just yeah. me. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm talking no, out of to us too. To us, but yeah. this, I'm just saying to my guy, like, bro, if I give you this eight hundred dollars, say happy birthday, you do a lot. Would you like run? Would you lose your mind and be like, bro, eight hundred dollars cash? 
Are you kidding yeah, me? I go start to remove clothes. Like, <laughs> would you come and say, oh, boy, anything you need, I got you. Talk to and I say, ah, ah, let's bring Azul, let's put together, we shine Azul. Then at the end of the mm-hmm. night, those two guys that went to come before me, I'm not even going to say anything, but I know what they do and I know what I do. I know those guys don't reach yeah. me. Let me know. Let me yeah. not say too much. Yeah. So I know you cannot yeah. come and say, oh, because I didn't contribute. I'm not, yeah. I'm not. I know me, I got it. I don't need to prove to you guys yeah. I got it. Yeah. After the night, both of them they argue, say, Oh, you're gonna get you're not sending me this, your card is not this. Uh-huh. I'm not looking at that. Since after you don't pop as well, they pop as well. Like, you Maripi, is this not what we spoke about like a few weeks ago? Bro. I told you the, the funniest part of the club is not during the club or before, it's after Bro. club. After where they settle, club. where they settle dead. Balance your you know, you know those ones now. You know those ones. Too many arguments. Friends, one bottle girls will bring the receipt. Man, they're gonna they're gonna look the receipt, they're gonna dance, they're gonna jam. Logo, 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 you know, the accent their heart is not beating fast. They'll be saying, Yeah, yeah. but yeah, the guess I can oh, forget about it. Forget about it. They're gonna jam yeah. But for their mind, they're gonna say, Oh boy, from savings to check-ins, from check-ins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me, see me, I mean, I don't had my expression. Man. I remember there's one time we went to one club in two poison. No, not two, not York or someone shall. Yeah. I think I was the one they brought the bill. I think I had my card on me, so I was like, okay, I'm going to pay. And then I didn't even know that Lamy, because Lamy was there. I didn't know Lamy was looking at me. When they brought the bill, my expression, I just started scratching my head. First. <laughs> <laughs> I started scratching it. That's how little she was. I was like, can I see you looking at the bill for a minute too? Because I was like, I was trying to understand these numbers. Because when they brought it, I was just calculating everything. Like, oh, bro, I was looking at the bottle. Is this what we actually ordered? Is this what we ordered? It's not, it's not the car bottle. It's not the car bottle. Guys, bro, I'll not pass it to the club for like trying to like swindle guys. Like, bro, I didn't know me. Me, I be accountant. I they check all the bottles. I will go and verify with their prices. And they give me because sometimes they'll say, oh, that one on the website is outdated. So I'm like, bro, why don't you not update it if you know we're coming here? Like, you're going to come and give us some special prize. Because, bro, in the club, because people are drunk. Sometimes I swear, I'm pretty sure clubs do that, man. They were just punching anything and give yeah, it to pay. Bro, yeah, bro because the person, po- I mean, the person is probably punching it, it is probably halfway tips it too. Like, from everybody, bro. I just vibes. I just vibes everything. So, they I do my accounting, you know. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think the, cl- the club scene is, is, a, is a tough one, especially when you're going there to like prove a certain point. Like you're going there to prove, right. man, like, fam, how you enter a club say, listen, like in a different city, you can clearly see, man, the guys opposite you at Yahoo Boys. And you yeah. want to match bottle for bottle 30 December. Yeah. Like, are you insane? You will cry. You will cry. Yeah, you will cry, blood, man. You will cry. See, you can see guys that they are, start... <laughs> tomorrow yeah. they know how their phones are coming back. You don't, you're not yeah. sure how your phones are coming back to, till two weeks next to me to me i i I think it's i don't know if it's a black culture or if it's a nigerian culture i don't know who to blame but i've gone to i think it's nigerian i've gone to white clubs bro they don't do this man they will will go to the bar and buy their 799 coca and jack coca and whiskey they will and they'll be and the bills will be popping with them there the music is trash and all but like they don't have time for to be proving and flexing with nobody bro Ah. Speaking about this, you know my brother now, Joshua, like he doesn't he doesn't have like a lot of like Nigerian friends and yeah, that. So yeah, a lot of his yeah. friends, like he goes to all these white Asian clubs. And like sometimes when it when it goes to Nigerian clubs, it's always just so confused. Like even mm. the whole culture. Oh, it's like why do I have to get boots? Yeah. Like why do I have to get boots? Normally man, these guys will just go and bite. It's like a social economic flex. Like people just Bro. feel like they need to flex and like you know, but like the thing is you are flexing to me. Me that I know where you work. Bro. I probably know what you make. 
I know yeah. who you live with. Why are you flexing so to who me? Are who am to I? Impress, bro. Like, who are you really like? The people that you've impressed that night now, I bet they are following you to your house or bro. I bet they are going to give you something out. Like, what? Like, I bet they pay like, off your credit card. I never pay off the, Like, make it make sense. The credit like, card. You're flexing to your boys that know your situation. We bro. know that after that, this, it's going to say, That's actually fact. Can you please that's lend me this? Can you? Like, we know hmm. you are the one that has asked us for something. You're not the one that is flexing bro. on us. Brother, now. <laughs> Be humble. Be humble. Humility like, is key, man. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I'm guessing, like, it's actually a dope thing of having this conversation because I'm guessing I'm not the only one who actually does this be where, like, I'll be, like, watching someone's story on, like, on, like a Friday night like this or a Saturday night. Yeah, by the way, we're recording on a Friday night. And I'm looking, I'm just like, bro, I'm just, I just start giggling because I'm like, bro, oh, like, boy, why as you? I watch I'm your story, impressed, I I'm turning up with them virtually. I say, Poppy, Poppy, I know they turn off of my house. Poppy, uh, when the billing comes, you don't post out the billings, though. You won't tell us the struggle bro. to pay that bill. Now, bro, bill. Like, it's not even impressive, man. Bro, I know, I know guys, I know guys who literally have no savings. Like, they spend 95% of how much they make flexing. And that's how people think, damn. damn. Because if if you flex, right, the common Mm -hmm. perception is, this guy has money. You have money. This guy is well off. This guy is doing well. But then at the back of your head, you also be thinking, "Uh uh-uh, this guy is stable, calm in recession. This guy will make it. Because if you're able Mm -hmm. to flex... The normal common sense would be like this guy has enough in the bank, but that That's, guy has just enough for flexing. Yeah, <laughs> because it's the same guys that flex that will not ask me, oh, oh me, can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? And then my head, I'm like, ah, bro, you, you were just going crazy. crazy. You were just going crazy recently, bro. Uh, you were just going so crazy. where and where? I'm like, I'm like, it can't make sense. I'm like, maybe in my head, I'll, I'll be justifying. I'm like, no. Their, their, their savings is tied up. Is it probably in like, yeah, maybe. A, like a locked Investment. account that they can't break? Yeah. Because it is, I, I don't I don't want to believe as a grown man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to believe as a grown man you will pop for Azul, but you don't have savings account. I don't want to believe it. Bro. I but know, you're leaving you know paycheck the, to paycheck. I don't want to believe bro. it. You, you, you know what's the craziest thing? And I was thinking about this recently. Like, I was talking to my friend. I was like, with people that spend this much, they're trying to attract babes, right? And I'm like, if I was a babe, I must imagine myself in a, as a babe, and I'm seeing a guy go out every weekend. The way my mind thinks, I'm going to be like, one, if I get to this guy, let's say I marry this guy, or my finances are going to be shit up because this guy doesn't have priorities. <laughs> this guy is in the club every but, weekend. But, but the babe that they are getting, they don't think like that, bro. Those babes are just there for a good time. Most of them are not. Most of them, they they've had this story. They're not even considering you as someone of a serious candidate. True, Shah. Maybe that's you are true. the good time nigga, maybe. bro. Yeah, that nigga, that nigga will buy us bottles. It will get us in for free. It's down for a good Z, time. Yeah. If you invite, but, because also you also some guys they pride themselves in being that guy that brings the girls. I'll bring the girls to your time, boat, bro. Don't worry, fun. And they all the guys will come there have a fun time and go home. Some of them have men bro. looking for them at home. They will have a fun time. <laughs> And go to their nine to five man. That's the worst. That's the worst. I drunk off your alcohol. I know, I know married men, bro. I know married men. People I call uncle. And I know their wife and kids. They will come to the club and be buying bottles. I know them. You have told me this. I think we saw them one time. No, 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 I beg no no. Bro, I said, I'll see this face to face. I say, bro. I'm like, in my head, I'm thinking, where is your wife? Where's your children? Uncle, uncle. uncle. Like, my, like people I call uncle, bro. They are Where's Junior? Where's Junior? Two, two Instagram bodies on their laps, bro. I said, oh, oh boy, I wonder I shall never oh, end. Bro. 
Nah, it's it's done. It's It was similar to what Bisola Yandos. I think the first time she came on the pod, where she was like, "Yo, like there are specific guys in Texas like that. That their job mm. is just to just like every all the babes know that fam. They're not linking this guy after. That he's Bro. just the, he's just Doesn't the mumu of the night. He's the mumu yeah. of the night. Okay, come and buy bottles for us. Get us in hmm. booth. Everything we need. At the end of the night, we'll tell you bye bye. Then you now stand outside by yourself. Go for it. Imagine you're that type of person. Someone's son, no. Someone's nine months. <laughs> she is crazy, man. She is big. <laughs> but yeah, Obi, as we slowly wrap up, usually you probably already know the drill, man. Like, we what are you listening to? What have you been listening to? <laughs> Yo, I was not yelling out about my Nigeria experience, bro. Oh yeah, shit, that's you know that, what, Obi, yeah, let, yeah, let's yeah, let's let's touch on that before we get you. Nah, it was cool, bro. Instance. It was cool. Like I I think Emmanuel, I was telling you, bro, some yeah. like this was the first time I went back, I would say like as a full adult. Because like the last yeah. time I went back was about seven years ago. And like I was I was just literally I was still a kid, I would say, but now like it, like to me it was like insane cultural shocks. Like the cultural yeah, shock. Now, eh? Come on now. Have you seen my network fam? I'm not the one, no, I beg. Oh. And the yes, I know the pop bottles. No, no message me. But yeah, man, now nah, I was insane. Like, bro, I didn't I, I didn't dip that we need to pump our own water to bath. You need to pump your water, bro. Bro. Like, to you me, actually forgot about that. That was wild, said bro. Like, you need to pump your... Like, you need to turn on your heater so you can get hot water. And you cannot leave the heater bro. on for too long unless for you bust the pipe. Bro, yeah. like, yo, what's going on, bro? Yeah. And you need to make sure you bath with bucket so you can pour your detour into the water so it removes all the chemicals. Bro. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes the toll is you will not put too much, it's gonna be affected. Will not be Bro, I know like I, I sound like such a bougie guy, like, but I'm not anyone who knows me knows I'm far from bougie, bro. But like to me, yeah, I'm like, yo, this is wild, bro. Like, this is like now the culture shocks with even driving in Nigeria, bro. Wow. Yeah. Traffic is a normality to people, like people budget five yeah. hours to get home. From traffic. Um, um, random um, question, I beg. When you got to Lagos, um, did you mm-hmm. make did you ensure that you stuck with your like electrical journey, your green journey? Like, did you get an electric car <laughs> in Lagos? Ah, uh, no, no. I, 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 I think I, I didn't see any Teslas in Lagos, bro. No cap. I didn't see a single. <laughs> yeah, with no stable power. What are you doing? I didn't see obviously, a single obviously, I Tesla <laughs> on the road. I was, I was so, I was so disappointed, bro. I didn't see bro. a single Tesla on the road, bro. I was like, wow. I was like, are we, are we moving backwards in life? With the way the party is going to fluctuate, maybe you not go bust down. Facts, uh, bro. Yeah, that's, that's true, true, bro. There's probably nowhere to even... Rate, to explode. Do you get... Nowhere to charge <laughs> it, nowhere to do it with it. Like, yeah, I didn't see... I don't, I, like, I was actively looking to see a Tesla on the road. Z, nothing. Did you did you turn up your... Omi, are you an aggressive driver? I'm actually curious. I've never actually nah, seen you drive. No, no, no. Did you have to I'm turn up your aggression when you got to Nigeria? Manipi, you don't no, need to answer no, you're an aggressive no, no, driver. No, 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 This is... Yeah, you know, fuck Driving in Nigeria is survival of the fittest. So. Because if bro. you don't move like a madman, you will literally be on the same spot. Everybody will pass you and move I, past you. Bro, even jaywalking is a cultural shock to me. Like, yeah. I, like I, I don't know if... People just have suicidal tendencies in that country. <laughs> bro, country in the highway is a man country that is crossing the road that will be stopping you with his hand. You say, ah, you know they see me, I didn't cross. You stop, let me cross. 
Bro, I'm dumbfounded by it, bro. I'm like, I'm driving. The guy will stop you in the highway. He he will stop you. I know I say stop you because there will be cars coming. We will not be looking with his head. Mm. He will not move. He will not stop the lock. I say you wait. Sometimes they will will, will slap your this and say, yeah, you know they see me. I'm like, bro, what's going on? It's like it was an insane culture shock for me. They were just walking to incoming traffic. Because at the end of the day, if they don't move, they will just stand on that spot too. Yeah, bro. So, You're not bro, the jaywalking for me, hmm. the way they use the honk, ah, I bro. swear. See, as they drive, as you bro. have this daring, my guy, just I, close, my guy. I said, you, like, so you, you can drive in Canada for like bro. six months, you will not press your horn once. I promise you. Yeah. I don't think in I've ever Nigeria, used my, my car. I don't bro, think I've ever used it. In Nigeria, they press one to even say hello. It's just pop, pop, Even to switch lane, pop, pop, to stop your car, pop, yeah. to drive your car. Bo, I'm like, it's just a uh-huh. form of, it's a greeting at that, that point. Time, when I went back 2021, now, uh, this driver told me that I was about to pass this um, T junction. So you know, in Nigeria, there's no sometimes I think in that particular, there's no traffic warden, no street lights, so people are just coming from left coming from right you'll say that oh you cannot just enter like that so you have to go in slowly i'm pressing your horn as you are going people, people will know you are there you go slowly, pressing your horn pressing your horn pressing your horn pressing your horn until you now see free access you now go i say this is what people do every day bro, this is bro. fucked up bro <laughs> bro another thing that, that that got me was like the food like for example breakfast your yeah. breakfast can literally be a bar like yes. that, that's breakfast bro and mm-hmm. the thing is like it's funny because i grew up like that but i haven't lived here for mm-hmm. so long and i know my breakfast is pancake or heavy, waffle or egg. Yeah. my mom does bring eba and banga soup say oh yeah let's start. i'm like this is, i'm like it's 8 a.m ma you want me to load myself with eba because because the thing with me is i, the like, thing is like, I don't think, I don't like, think eba allows you to have a productive day like oh, waiting bro, yeah, consign nigerians bro breakfast is whatever they see in front of you you eat it <laughs> That's There's nothing true. like egg and bacon and this. Uh, they can even eat that one for dinner. Say so we can eat egg and bacon for dinner. Mm-hmm. They don't send, bro. Now, nah. but nah, overall, really overall though, it was a great experience for me personally. Like, if I could actually make dollars, I would live in Nigeria yeah. for like six months out of the year because that country yeah, is a man. lot of fun. It's a lot of. Especially when you have money, as well. Like yeah. Nigeria but... is when you will know that somebody is rich. In Canada, nobody is rich in this country. I beg. Everybody yeah, is man. a middle Just class. Just walk citizen. like bro. we're all middle classes in Nigeria. You will see a rich man. You will say, okay, yeah, yeah, that's a rich man. Okay. <laughs> I think because it's also abject poverty, so the distinction bro, is so clear. The distinction is very obvious, bro. Like even the way they look, the way they, the way they smile, the yeah. way they even, the way they walk, they are dressed. You can you just know. tell this is a man that has money. That's why mm-hmm. I remember the first time we got back, I was going to go because I, I went primarily to renew my passport, right? Yeah. So the first time we got back, we we're going to go to like the NIN office to do it. And my dad was just like, I, I went, I wore like, like shorts, I wore like bedroom slippers, tank top. But I was like, what's, what are you wearing? I'm like, ah. And I, I said, ah, I don't want them to judge me. I don't want them to think that I have money. So mm. they, will not, they will not scam me. He said, are you okay? Mm. He said, go and wear your finest outfit. Bro. So they said, let them answer you. He <laughs> said, you, you must know, you have to look like someone that makes sense because they will just bro. put you at the, I said, and then when you get there, you will really see it happening, yeah. bro. It's the big you. man that yeah, will be saying, I said, wow. Big man, don't wait for line now. Big man, don't wait for line in Nigeria. Uh, it goes straight into the Ogas office. Straight. Uh-uh. Literally. Uh-uh. Straight into the Ogas office. They will be having chit chat. They will be bringing the person in there to service you as you are talking with your guy. 
I said, I said, I said, now who don't get money for Nigeria? They suffer. That's the only thing. That's why there's so much emphasis on making money, making it now because. You are seeing the lifestyle that has been afforded to people that actually have money. Yeah. You have having people calling you sir in what well, your house. You probably your house. You have gates man. You have driver. chef. You have gardener. You have washerman. You have nanny. You have driver. I've seen them yeah. like six or seven now, yeah. bro. Inside one house. <laughs> so apart from even Mopo, I even forgot about the. You, you get like Pesta Mopo exactly. Bro. You get like Pesta Mopo. You not get P. Where they follow you from office? They will follow you. Drop your briefcase. You go back their yard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, not but that just such a bro. How's life nightlife though? I don't know. Did you experience that anyway? I think I went out once. It was um, it was it was good. It wasn't like um, I, I didn't really experience it in its entirety because I went. I think during a weekday, I would say. But, okay. you know, mm-hmm. nightlife in Nigeria is nightlife in Nigeria. I think to me, the culture, like, I think the dating scene there is, is something else. Like, Lagos, especially it's Lagos little, babes. Babes in Lagos. <sighs> babes in Lagos. They don't care. It's just about the dollars, bro. I mean. Like, you can buy a babe on the spot. You know, Yo. in Canada, you know, you know, in Canada, like, you can't Yeah, they will form small. Really, you can't really form to a babe like, oh, I have money, I'm doing this, yeah. I'm well off. Babes don't really care for that sometimes, to be honest. Yeah. Like, you can have, yeah. you can pull up in this, pull up in a Tesla, whatever. Like, at the end of the day, some yeah. babe just want to vibe with you. Night, yeah. pull up in a Mercedes, mm. she might even give you a bro. pants as she's seeing you. Bro. Yeah. Bro, bro, it's wild, bro. Like, so it's like, how do you take someone serious? And honestly, it's in Lagos, bro. It's only in Lagos. The moment you step out of Lagos, you start seeing babes with sense. I don't know what they are feeling negotiations, but the babes. No, I, I I think it's because like like the the classism in Lagos is peak, so it's that it's kind of thing where yeah. everyone is trying to like get to that next level, where it's literally. like, man, I know I literally know a big boy, or I'm in touch with a big boy, I, yeah. I chill with big boy. I don't think you get what I'm trying to say. So you know, when I first noticed the classic classism in Lagos, it was yeah. like coming to Canada because like I'm an Abuja guy now, so like I chill with Abuja guys. Yeah. When I came to Canada and seen the way people used to form, like designers, like people used to form, the first people I saw buying bottles and clothes were Lagos boys. And oh. at the first time, in, I remember in, it was in university. That time I did on pocket money. I'm not going to say the amount. I did on pocket money. <laughs> and they see guys with the on pocket money with me. They, they go club, <laughs> they don't go pop bottles. That time, guys, I just look them like, wait. Like it was so foreign to me. I was like, what are, what are you going to go and do? Then how much is left? Club. How much is left? Bro, <laughs> because bro, remember now in bro, remember in, in um this union now, guy, we we'll go just sh- buy go LCB or shyo drunk before we enter club. They enter, club. enter the club, have a good time. We're not nearing bottles. I see bottles for like older men. Okay, yeah. maybe you are you're like 29, 30, you know. Yeah, I probably have maybe one wife at home or something like that. I just see my mates. They go club, they buy bottles, but it was so crazy to me, man. It was so crazy to me, man. But yeah, yeah, I'll I'll definitely say that Lagos is way more intense. Like I've not, I've only been to Lagos once, and that was when I got my Canadian visa. So I've actually never experienced like Lagos, if I'm being honest. But I've just heard stories, and man, I would say it's definitely different from like AB the ABJ scene. It's way more intense. People are way more. Man, it's like people are trying to outflex everybody, bro. Everyone is trying to outflex you, that man. Jeez, jeez, wow. Even the whole designer culture, man. Like Lagos culture, man. But Omi, did you did you go there? And you went crazy on your designers too when you went back to Lagos. Uh, or Gucci. Designer. 
Man, I kept it humble and simple. You know the fair billions. Oh, the fair billions. Oh, did they be you at the airport? I'm actually curious. Did they try billions? Uh, they they tried to. They tried to. But my mom says a police now. Nah, they don't burn them. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, before I even, before I before I came out, there were already two people waiting for me. They came, they carried what my bags for like me. Uniform like this, they go behave. Bro, nah, man, yeah. I won't lie. I felt like royalty, bro. It was like, you, power past power. That was just it. It was like, I've, I've never experienced it. Kind of Literally. I was feeling like it's a cheat code, man. If you have bread in Nige, man, bro, you can do anything, bro. It's not Literally. fair, bro. Trust me. It's crazy. Like, you just be bypassing things, like, shall it's, it's like it's like the ones where do you remember that video when Bonabo was driving on the other side of the road when there was traffic? Yeah, <laughs> my guy was just driving. Now the traffic traffic warden, the traffic warden, tell him, "Hey, go that side." Bro, it's crazy because you can literally drive on the other side of the road and yeah. you'll be the one shouting at the guy that is coming the other yeah, way. Right you, you, you say, "What are you doing? Can you see me? I'm coming this way." But you're literally driving <laughs> the wrong way. You'll be yelling at the other guy. You'll be holding at him. You can even come down and slap him. I enter your car and go. Bro. Bro, is is yeah, that's Nigeria. It's, for you. It's, Honestly, it's, it's my country. I will never have it any other way. I mean, I'll have it to be a better country to be, of course. But will I go back? Yes. Will I live there for a long time? Yes. The pros Omi, and cons. Omi, the people are the people are curious. You want a better Nigeria, Abi? Oh, everybody wants a better Nigeria. Yes. I, okay, I, I agreed. So our last elections, did yeah. you go to cast your vote for a better Nigeria? Why won't I go and cast my vote for a better Nigeria? So you were in Nigeria. Did you vote? You of voted not in, in, in February. I, I you are in those states. <laughs> you are in Benin City. <laughs> but even if I voted, I feel beaten on both. Not me. Nah, me, Omi, Omi, me, it takes it takes each of us one by one. Put your mic, put your mouth to the mic. You take it, take it, take it, take it, take it, 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 no, like the thing is, uh, <laughs> wait, they, like the guy was the guy <laughs> Story man, Story man. <laughs> you the thing is, the thing is, I don't know what yeah. the thing is now. What question, yes or no? The thing is, the thing is, I, I wasn't able to vote, I wasn't able to vote during these elections, but but funny enough, I've never voted in Nigeria because I was a kid when I left, right? So, yeah, I've actually never voted. Wow, so how, how do all three of us want a better Nigeria? We cannot take steps into me. I'm going to exercise my rights next election. You're going to go back home and vote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Nice. We should we should fly back yeah. together. Yeah, man. I will mobilize people in the grassroots, man. At those states. Let's get it. We need to. Yeah, don't be me. Are you the entire those states, bro? Don't be me. Are you? That's why I know invite you now. Invite Omi now. I know call your name. Let's run it now. It's our hometown now. We have to be there. Mm, bro. Last last is where we are from. Exactly. Omi, Omi, what part of Edo are you from? I beg. I'm from Ekpoma. Ekpoma. Okay. Yeah, that's close to my size. What too. do you oh, speak? Now. You claim everybody's claim to your side. Close to your side. <laughs> oh, me, I know uh, what you speak. I didn't, bro. Ekuma is popular. Isha, 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 <laughs> bro. <laughs> Everyone does. I don't know Ekuma. It's common. But yeah, man. I don't know. It's all good. Omi, what Abek, what have you been listening to this week? Ah, uh, listening to. I've listened what have you been to. Watching? Listening to. I've been listening to a lot of. Um, I haven't been listening to a lot of music lately. I think I've listened to more like books. Like I got, I saw this app. I downloaded this app recently called what's it called? Um, Headway, okay. and it, like it gives you like daily book re- recommendations, and it summarizes into like fifteen minutes audios. So I've been listening to a lot of that. 
what I've been watching, I've been watching Amazon Prime lately. I've been watching this show called, I think it's called Gen, Gen V or something like that. Or something. It's like a superhero show, guys. There's nothing, there's nothing too serious about it. But yeah, I haven't really been, I don't, I don't think I've been on any album or any actual songs lately. Just the book. Never app. hear that new Charlie Poppin. Nah. Which well, only you cause only you cause Charlie Poppy, Charlie Poppy. It's always on this your podcast. Every other episode. Wait, did the guy they pay you? Is he your cousin or something? Because it's an adult boy, you know. Every episode yeah. you must mention his name. I've been mean, a copyright. Yeah, shout Charlie Poppy, man. Bro, Big shout the guy, man. boy. Man, man, the guys represent. What have you been listening to? Child of you me. already know now. That new Skepta. Skepta dropped today. You know, um, name of the album is 48 Hours, it's an EP. Okay, um, I've listened to ASAP Ferg, that is still striving album. Um, solid, solid body of work. And I've listened to Bushu Banton, shout out to Bushu Banton. Banton. Yeah, I don't even like, like, I haven't listened to like new music this week. But I've been watching a lot of divorce courts. That's what I've been watching. I've been watching shit ton of divorce courts, guy. You did. You did plan ahead of time. No, God. That's crazy. God, that, that piece oddly. The piece, guys, is literally on my screen right now. Like it's on the, the background actually. It's Where do you watch that? It's it just comes with like um Samsung TV. Like it's just part of like the local channels on there. But it's oddly entertaining because you just begin like the wildest stories, man. And it's just fun, like just knowing that a lot of these relationships are just vibes. All these marriages, seventy percent of them are divorced. Mm, so it's just vibes. Just that people ain't no plan now. They no plan. A lot of people just get into things at first time, man. You have to be intentional, whatever you do in this life. For man, feels just funny, bro. Like you just be hearing the wildest stories. I'm like, man, <laughs> I just be, it just makes me mm. laugh. But yes, sir, yes, sir. Mr. Omi, uh, where can the people find you on social media if you're willing to share? Uh, uh-uh. of course, now please find me. Young <laughs> the guy wants bodies. Young underscore Omi on all platforms. Cheers. Mm. Yeah. Cheers. Nah, this is this has been no, no, Snapchat is different. Snapchat, you cannot, you cannot find me on Snapchat. It's private. If I add you on Snapchat, you are special. Anyways. In that your secret society. You know, I'm saying, I'm saying. They can't see too much. <laughs> this guy's close friends is called Secret Society, man. Yeah, I was afraid of him. I didn't even yeah. happy. <laughs> Yo. Yo. Oh, boy. That's where we put the date nines and the banter. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I have some of the wildest close friends, yeah, like... My Ooh. guys, probably my Texas guys, if I listen to this, you know what you rubbish you guys will be doing on your close friends, man. But Damn. shout out to y'all. Texas, Alabama. Bro. I think the shit I've seen on close friends, you know, I can't even say it on the podcast, but I'm not trying I try to remember mm-hmm. housing national assembly. I've seen life. some wild things on close friends. Like the wildest thing you can imagine I've seen on I'll tell you guys after the when we, when we stop this recording. <laughs> I can't I can't say it yet. <laughs> But yes, sir. Um, thank you, Omi, for hopping on. So for dropping nah, some man. gems. Thanks, thanks so much for having Bless, me. Man. You know, I I always want to educate the people as much as I can. I mean, I have all this knowledge, and I just want to find a platform to express it and just pass it on. The one thing I would just leave you guys with is, I know people are so big on property owning, and you know, you have to own a property and this and that. To me, I don't think it's for everybody. I don't think everybody has mm-hmm. to do it. It's not. It's not a step that. It's not like. It's not like a rite of passage 
The same mm-hmm. way you have to work, you have to get married, you have to have kids. People think you have to own property. I don't think that's the case. I really think people can find their niche in what you need to do. Again, keep in mind, property in the long run is investments. So if there are other ways yeah. that you can invest your money the right way, if it's stocks, if it's real estate, if it's business, whatever it is that you, you're passionate about, because you have to have a passion for this, because this because mm-hmm. some people can just buy the one property and that's it. They won't do it right. again because it's a lot, right? You have to have yeah. a passion for it. So definitely look for what you're most passionate about and invest your money into that, but invest your money because leaving the money in the account is literally doing nothing and your money will yeah. lose value over time because hundred dollars yeah. of last year, no hundred dollars of this year, so if your if yes, the economy, price is not today's price, if the economy is working, make sure that your money is working too, right? So it's just don't people just think, oh, I have money in my account. It will just be like the next five years, that money will be worth a lot less than what it is, right? Like for like owning renting, they have, they have the pros and the cons. I would say, mm-hmm. like for example, rent. You know, rent goes up every year. If you buy a home, you can fix the price for at least a term period. It doesn't go up. You know, the value of your home goes up. Um, it's a great investment, property, generational wealth. But like, again, for property, you have to pay property tax every year. Nobody will highlight that for you. Property That's tax true. can be insane. Yeah. Property tax, you pay sometimes, it's, it's so much that you have to pay them in installments. You have to pay them quarterly, yeah. monthly. And if it's condo, you pay like condo fees and all you of that. You pay condo right? fees as well if it's a condo. H-O-A. You also pay like maintenance fees and as well. People will not know really that. Not you also, pay, the owner of the house. you also pay insurance as well, yeah. right? So there, there are a lot of things that comes with owning, you know, that people don't, yeah. that it's not, it's not all glamour and roses. There Plus, are realistic conversations to be had, right? So sometimes, if you don't have to just know I'm paying my monthly rent, any problem, I call my landlord, they fix it, and then you now save your money and invest that in mm-hmm. something you're passionate about, go that route, right? It's not yeah. for everybody. But anyways, I'll leave you all with that. This has been fun. Thank you guys for having me. I hope I'm back to, to spill the beans on more topics again. Okay, let's see how this episode does first. We'll <laughs> this guy, Omi, you definitely back. <laughs> <laughs> I know, guys. I'm just keeping my invoice. When I bill you for all these gems, you will know. I, I thought we already did the payment now. Which payment? I've not received that. Remember what I showed you now? <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> 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 <laughs>